0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 13th of December 2016. Baby, it's cold outside. It really is fucking freezing over here. What the hell? North Carolina, we got weather changes. Oh, dear. Do you have snow? We don't yet. We just have crushingly (laughs) cold. cold. (laughs) It is very cold. We will get snow eventually. It might be too cold for snow right now. No, we, a-
1: we don't have any snow.
0: No snow, but potentially <laughs> but very, snow at some point. Is... Potentially
1: snow outside.
0: Thirty <laughs> percent <laughs> chance of precipitation. Literally <laughs> <laughs> snow out there. <laughs> oh God! Yes, I'm the. Would like be that.
2: a much less convincing song. <laughs> I would
0: imagine so. Yes. Oh my God! You
2: should really stay here. I mean, you don't have an umbrella. And it might rain.
0: It could. There's always the potential for that, right?
2: (laughs) Is there snow where you are, Jesse?
0: No, it's raining. Look at It's it's England. We don't don't get as much snow as you might think over there. And Jesse, you're probably down in the London-esque greater metropolitan area. I am. Which which is an area that shuts down if about one flake of snow hits the ground. Because they don't know how to deal with it. It's like, oh god, the apocalypse.
1: It's already a mess. The trains are down. The bridges are being repaired. Oh, there's, <laughs> it's apocalypse over here right now.
0: That it's an apocalypse. Doesn't in any way surprise me if that's true. It, it has happened before. Whereas up in the Northeast, you know, where we know what we're doing when it comes to these kind of things. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's just trudge through it. To be
2: fair, it also has to do with what kind of machinery you have available to you. True, true. In my hometown, our whole high school shut down when there was even just like the whisper of snow because we didn't have anything that could potentially plow the streets. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you went to like a smaller, my school, it was like, oh no, we always stay open because you can just walk your ass to school, you lazy (laughs) bastards. Like that was mine. We never had snow days ever. It would never be like, a foot on the ground, they'd be like, "You live a mile away, just walk." Like, yeah. That was that was my school.
2: We had snow days, and then I also sometimes got uh, flooded into my house, and I would have flood
0: days. I mean, that's a. F- I think flood days are fair, are pretty Flooding? fair. You know, there's. It's like, do you own a boat? No, all right. Then well, I think okay, you have a re-
3: great,
2: then reasonable excuse
0: <laughs> not to go.
2: <laughs> because, like, because, like, our our. Because, okay, look, <laughs> we have like Go on. We have like a, a half mile long driveway that goes over a little creek and when it starts to warm up and there's a lot of rain, then the snow melts that's like up a bit higher and then it like gathers in the creek and then the rain and then, and then our, our driveway then goes up like this and our house is up here. So then this just like floods and we can't get down. We suck. <laughs>
1: And then we can't even get down because we get stuck
0: no, in your no, water. War, war. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like there, were, there was an element of coherence in there. At, at <laughs> a little, bit. Like, a little if, bit. If we dig a little deeper, we will find what this means. Mm. Emotional
1: flooding is what she was referring to.
0: Indeed. Yes. Yeah. For those asking why exactly I'm cosplaying a Watch Dogs 2 character and or a rap god. He's a huge spaghetti.
1: fan. He's a huge fan of co- Cosplay 2. Cosplay 2?
0: Cosplay <laughs>
3: Yep.
2: <laughs> Whew, what time is it there, Jesse? <laughs> Cos- cosplay two. Eight
0: in the evening. He doesn't have a fucking excuse. That's <laughs> absolutely not. I can't find oh, my hat. Nice. I know where it is. It's cosplay two. <laughs> it's,
1: cosplay two. He's been
0: playing too much cosplay two. That's why. Cosplay two. Yeah, there's still a lot of games. Uh, although I think we're we're pretty much done for major releases the end of this year. Though we keep saying this, and then one just like sneaks out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, there's still this. There's still this. It's been fucking busy year for video games, no doubt. And let's, we could talk about what we've been playing this week. That's a, that's a thing we often do. Yo.
2: I finally played The Last Guardian.
0: Yeah. I You, uh, you not only played The Last Guardian, every time I visited Twitch, it said, you're playing The Last Guardian. Like, you, you should have been here for the last 16 hours. What's going <laughs> on here? Did it take you uh, 16 hours to convince the fucking Cowlap thing to actually do what it was supposed to do? Is that no, I've,
2: why? I've only played eight hours of it. Uh, I think Still that the an reason impressive that run. kept happening is because the playlists on Twitch are kind of borked. So if you have a playlist running, ah. it says that it says that your playlist is called exactly what your last stream was called, and so everybody got really confused. But ooh, that really sounds
0: like that. that sounds exploitable. I should uh, play around with that. <laughs> oh, it's like, come beautiful. watch me stream live, folks. I'll put the fish tank on stream. Nobody's gonna know that it's the same fish tank stream. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Brilliant. We 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 did name the fish after you guys, by the way i saw really yeah you all uh we, i want to Here's what i want to do right i want to okay. try and and i'm just completely ruining your last guardian thing you can get back to that in a moment but, that's okay tell me all about yeah, the fish
2: it. i'm so excited
0: so the fish in the snark tank uh, uh we, we've named them after different uh, people the that we know tank. it's the snark, snark tank meat. um and we believe that they will eventually fight to the death so it's going to be a kind of game of thrones sort of situation uh oh. they're, they're all did like you not,
2: mo- did you specifically not get fish that get along
0: no these fish totally get along in every okay. way like they're just they're, they're just tetras like they don't fight that they should be totally fine but they all glow different colors which is really fucking awesome i just uh,
2: imagined you buying like 10 japanese fighting fish and throwing them all in the I same just tank just throw, throw like, 10 like, betas no. in the
0: same <laughs> tank and see what happens like no 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 that is no uh jesse codd of course is is part of the tank uh he he gets along with sea biscuit quite well um it me fish e is the most vanilla fish that we have uh codger is the smallest hyper fish uh <laughs> Yay! uh you know uh, you seem to get on fairly well with finn victor so we have that uh excellent it took a while, I think it was mostly Twitter's inspiration to get something for Maggie. We got, we got, which I thought was very clever, Maggie Carp. I was like, that works on multiple Ah, oh,
1: that's good. I like the it. The best one is Crandors. Crandori?
0: Yeah. Crandori
1: is the best name.
0: It's a good one. It's good. Uh, we <laughs> it can't take any name. credit for that, but I feel like if you post it on Twitter, like, it's just a free-for-all, so we, we claim ownership, uh, and Kylo Finn is in there as well, uh, and yeah, so we, we will see how that goes, we'll see who will be the first to die. I don't know but it's
1: my OTP actually.
0: I, I certainly hope not. Anyway, that's fish. That's got fuck all to do with what you were saying. So that why let, let's get, let's get back to let's get back to that. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find a seat. you don't have your stream vod up on YouTube anyway, yeah, do you? Because it's a long ass thing.
2: No, it's it's still trying to go up. It has two
1: minutes left of the upload, but then it has to process. So
0: whatever. Which will take Uh, like about a week, probably. Yeah. For something of that that size. size. Like four hours long. Do
1: you not? uh, Am I the only person who uses the like highlight then just export to YouTube feature? Am I? Uh, I And it must be
0: because like half the that barely ever works for me. It just says upload fail, upload fail, and
1: looks it looks fine for me. Really? (laughs) Huh
0: i mean i tend to record on this end just because if you have like any lag at all or you drop any frames that's going to be in the vod but if you record locally you don't have that problem
1: oh i never give a shit about that
0: ah that's <laughs> fair that's I, the didn't difference. I didn't <laughs> expect you to yeah. <laughs> i'm like just yeah, like editing like in the you same build sentence. The
2: <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to specifically in this situation i wanted to add a disclaimer because during my stream i never said like by the way this was sent to me for free so I wanted to add that uh, the disclaimer on the actual video. I
0: don't, I don't um, think you have to disclose that because well, you're not actually because, reviewing the product. But it was
2: because yeah. they had reached out to me saying, hey, um, are you interested in making content for ah, it? Ah, okay. That's if the so, yeah, right, that's then we'll, we'll send you a copy for the purpose of making content in exchange. And I was like, cool. I wanted to play this on stream anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Did you get to, it uh, early or they're just like, we're going to give you a $60 game in return for thousands of dollars of promotion. just that... What happened? I,
2: I did get it early, yeah.
0: All right, that's fair then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just making sure I'm just watching outfit. I'm just looking outfit. I, know. I appreciate I, I deal it. with these I PR bastards it. all the time. You know? And <laughs> I deal with less of them now because I keep calling them PR bastards. So Chris to uh, deal with them. But they right. they love to go with that. It's like, hey, you wanna you want a free video game? I'm like, oh god, another one. I was like, all we want from you are, uh, you know, two videos averaging about four hundred thousand views each. That seems like a reasonable train. Like no, no. <laughs> you you should be paying me for this shit. That's how it works, mate.
2: Total biscuit. This, I can't it, believe you are so full of yourself.
0: Ah, that's if I was not, then I would be less of a man and less of a content creator.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say less of, less of a biscuit.
0: I'd be less of that too. Yeah, little, we were waiting for the good jokes. Let, <laughs> let's just say it would be a little crummy. Uh,
1: there we go, my man. And, ah, and there I'll you go. Together
0: there we go all right we'll take jim sterling's footage instead of yours then there we go all right cool t- t- <laughs> yeah. tell me about this as we keep derailing your your great description of this it's
2: totally fine there's only three of us so we got to goof hard today. we do
0: that is true yeah <laughs> and that's entirely my fault i thought i had a guest book this week and i was oh actually that's for next week shit <laughs> uh and i was like oh. and i went to like piri and flax at the last minute saying dude it, we really <laughs> could use a guest and the dota donor- 7.0 patches up and he's like i'd love to do it but you know that's three hours and you know i actually have a family and stuff like that. that's totally fair you know i fucked up here this is not your fault <laughs> we'll have him on next year at some point i'm still <laughs> next interrupting year
1: makes it sound so bad well on that's only a next three year. weeks man
0: if you can i believe know it. What, what happened is uh, okay. 2016 is just trying to get itself over with as quickly as possible yeah, yeah please good. do yeah all right let's stop interrupting so, we are delaying the last guardian more the than the fucking guardian. developers did come on <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. boom, <laughs> um so i think jesse talked about it a little bit last week mm-hmm. um i will say i totally understand and this isn't a spoiler i totally understand um the good and the bad response to this game like uh-huh. i was
1: trying to explain last week but you know
2: yeah it's you know people are saying oh well the controls are janky mm-hmm. the camera is weird it has frame rate problems and i'm it like
0: definitely does yes all it has all of true.
2: those it's it's an ico game so yes the controls are garbage and the camera's garbage yeah um, and it does every now and then just like stutter and then keeps going and i'm like okay there it is um quite a few ps4
0: games in particular have been having this issue lately like final fantasy it's like has not only that, but a regular frame rate timing, so the frames are not displayed consist at a consistent speed. So right. they they like go it goes all over the place. It feels like real, really. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Um. What I will say though is that this game does weigh much more heavily on the good for me because it is just very magical feeling. I could literally mm. sit there and just watch Toriko.
0: I told you <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Forever. I mean, it is beautiful in many ways.
2: The way that. The way that Turdico is animated is insane to me. He yeah. look, he acts like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> like, weirds me out. I'm like, holy shit. There's
0: some they Uncanny County Valley stuff going on there, isn't there? Like, it just feels it, like this is unusually accurate.
2: Yeah. Um, I think anybody so. anybody who has um, a dog or a cat watching Turdico is going to be like, this is weird. I told you. This is I told you. Weird.
1: It's too real. It's too much like owning a pet, the video game is what it yeah. is.
2: And you like, you walk into places sometimes and he shoves his little head in and like, moves at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, is sad that you're leaving. And you're like, Tariko, I'm sorry. Because he is so realistic, you feel terrible leaving him alone. You feel like, he makes these sounds, and you're like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I have to solve this puzzle, or we can't keep going." Like, I don't know.
0: That's what I, Team Ico's been trying to do, like since um, Shadow of the Colossus. They tried to do the same thing with uh, Agro the horse. Yeah. Uh, they they wanted you to feel like it was a real horse, like, and that's that's where some of that complaining about the the controls comes in. And I'd love to hear your perspective on it because there's a there's a few people that have argued, well, it's supposed to be like that. And I think that's a very interesting discussion. It's like, this is intentionally bad, you know, but...
2: Um, I would say... I think some of the frustration is intentional. But there are... There are definitely times where I can tell... I have to look at a very specific spot and give a command in order for that command to happen. And I think that that's unnecessarily frustrating, Uh right? Like... Um, one of the big elements to the game, right, is, is that you're trying to learn how to communicate with Toriko. And as you progress through the game, you're able to communicate better and better is like the idea. Um, but there are times where you're like, I need you to do this there. And he just kind of shuffles around and I'm like, I don't, am I asking him to do the wrong thing? Or did I not look in the exact spot that I need to look in order for that to happen? And that's really frustrating because it's really hard for you to identify where you're going wrong when you're trying to solve something. Um, And that winds up being very frustrating. I've gotten stuck a few times being like, I don't know if I'm not asking him to do it correctly, or if I need to ask him to do something else, or if I'm coming at this the wrong way. That's Mm -hmm. the
1: biggest problem with the game is that because the controls are so frustrating, (coughs) sorry. Um, But the game mechanics are based off of, the frustration of teaching a
0: pet. The unreliability of communicating with something that doesn't understand you completely. There's
1: there's a lot of times where you can't tell whether it's Uh the game's mechanic, which is like, oh, the game's making it difficult because I can't communicate with the pet, or I just don't know how to do this exact thing correctly. And so you're stuck in this weird area of like, is it broken or am I just an idiot? Like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, there's been a few games that have done that. I'm trying to come up with like another example. I think like there were elements of spore that were like that. Because because you know, we'd heard a lot about how spore was gonna have so much emergent behavior and all that sort of thing. I mean, fuck, let's go back even further. You remember creatures? Oh Jesus. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Like that had those the creature games had similar issues. Cause like the creatures have their own intelligence. They have their own AI. And they have to learn from you. You have to teach them things. Like, and I'm like, dude, is, is the game just broken or is this creature just idiot like did I get Down's creature like what? what's wrong like what's going on here something yeah. like that and any game that has that sort of element of weird AI is always going to run into that potential problem unless you're very clear through like the interface like he doesn't understand you instead yeah. of saying well the game's b- balk then you know but y- you know that a game like Sh- the Shadow of the Colossus is not going to do that Last Guardian they they don't want to throw interface elements at you on the screen. They want to show as much of the world as possible without interfering with you.
2: Right. Um, I think it's a lot. It's, it's pretty easy because of that. It's pretty easy to excuse when you're trying to get Toriko to do something and it's not working out. But I do also think that the controls for the boy are stupid. Yeah. And I that,
0: is not excusable like yeah
2: I, d- I don't think that they're super intuitive i hit the wrong button all the time or here's a thing that i will not understand ever i walk up to something to grab it and he climbs on top of it instead and i'm like i'm hitting the fucking grab button game what's going wrong here that's happened so many times and i don't know how to keep it from happening but it drives me mad Um, so the controls just in general, I don't think are super intuitive Uh and yeah, because there is this huge element of you're trying to talk to a thing that doesn't know how to talk to you. Um, it winds up being frustrating, but again, it's just so like magical Mm -hmm. and I I really love the whole universe. And Mm -hmm. I love, I, I think honestly that the pacing is really good. Like they introduce either new elements or new aspects to the world often enough that you're like oh shit what's this all about right yeah. so I'm, I'm super engaged story-wise and i love torico but i just fucking hate the controls mm. so i'm gonna stick with it and i'm gonna be pissed off the whole time
0: <laughs> yeah and it's okay to criticize it for that and i think like you're right on the subject of like how the boy controls there is no excuse for that that it's like oh, wow, it's intentionally bad. No, it's come on, it's a 3D platformer for all intensive purposes. He's a little
2: boy who hasn't hit puberty but yet, that, so and he is, doesn't understand his body. And yeah, and that's
0: bullshit to because it, that, no, Not only did Shadow did anyone, of the Colossus do that. Did anyone say that real, though, for, like, real? Was that it? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Yeah. All, right, all right. All right. I was, I was mimicking bit of, bit a bit of a straw was man, but desperately you get to the point this. All right.
1: I thought some reviewer said that also to be like, we need to stop this person
0: right now. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> this person
2: we, needs to be kicked out of the community. We can
0: always assume that one of them will say something that <laughs> dumb, but... A lot of it comes down, like, look, like in Shadow of the Colossus, they try to make both. You know, the, you can argue that the horse controls in that. Weirdly enough, this is it's split down the middle as to opinion. Some people think the horse controls not the fucking worst ever, and some people think this is the best interpretation of a horse because it's got right. real momentum. It doesn't fucking run off a cliff because it's a fucking horse and knows not to do that. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. like, and it was like, Wee <laughs> You're like no, no, a horse would never ever do that. You know, it, it acts like an actual animal. I. I lean on the side of the horse controls were good, and mm-hmm. thankfully most of the time, each other the colossus, the horse is just used for getting from point A to B. So and it emotions. doesn't, yeah, and, and emotional uh, and emotional carnage, yes, true. And the way that he, mo- uh, the way that the main character moves, is pretty good too. Like he'll stumble a bit, but like think about um this year's a great example. Think about inside. Think about the way that the boy moves in inside. Yeah, and he- you've got there an incredibly well animated piece uh, a character who is who moves like a boy would he's a bit clumsy he's got short legs but it doesn't affect how well you can control him like you don't feel in my eyes frustrated by the way he controls
2: that's the thing is even even the boy in um in the last guardian has that element to him where like Mm -hmm. he'll trip and he'll he'll do things where you're like oh my god he's like he's like a for reals boy who's trying Uh to run all over the place right yeah um, but the disconnect between you look like you're controlling well, but me as the person who's holding the controller knows that that's not true, <laughs> you know,
0: mm. you have uh, to be careful when you do the whole, yeah you know, realistic clumsiness thing. I think you can mostly keep it aesthetic. Uh, I-, I mentioned it was that last week I was talking a little bit about Nia because we'd mentioned mm. Nia Automata. Yeah. a Nia's character if you ever play that moves in a very realistic way but again that's a very zelda that's a kind of zelda-esque and it's got some platform elements to it that never gets in the way of you actually controlling him it's just mm-hmm. like the tripping and the sort of uh you know staggering and sprinting that's all cosmetic so it doesn't it has no mechanical impact it's just about how it looks mm. uh, yeah I, I i don't know i I might wait to see what they do with the performance of this thing. It seems really uneven right now, and I'm not in the mood to play something that doesn't run very well. This PS4 Pro over here is still a coaster. Although I did turn it on, and it took about a day to fix the fucking PlayStation Network shit with it. Just to download Let It Die, which I have yet to actually play yet. But I can't
1: can't wait to hear what you have to say about that, because that game is so hit and miss. Mm -hmm. Really?
0: It's a Suda51. No, it's not a Suda51. It's it's Swery, right? Is it Swery or Suda51? I can't remember. I don't know Uh, which one of those it is.
2: Sam and I were uh, watching people
0: playing it earlier, though. Sam will love it. It is... Grasshopper, it's Suda51. Yeah.
1: Sam will love that game. It is his kind of pain. But, uh, man, like, the aesthetic and everything about it is, like, real fun, real silly, but... Very dark soulsy kind
0: of. So. Well, yeah, you're
2: like climbing up a tower, right? And you can potentially run into other players and like fight to the death. Like yeah, it's got it's all those dark souls elements game, to
0: it. Which you would not think that it would be, but they went with mm-hmm. a free to play model with it, which is bizarre.
1: Yeah.
2: How do they make money?
0: Good question. It's cool. From, I, I again, I haven't played it yet, <laughs> so I, I've got it sitting on the on the hard drive waiting to actually get around to playing it, but. Slowbeef was telling me that one of the main ways is like they they sell revives so that like you don't lose certain items when things go badly for you. But okay. from what I can tell, it's not really a competitive game anyway. Mm-hmm. It's more you, PVE with a little bit of PvP in there. You so, don't need
1: like the items they sell. You don't need like it's yeah. nothing that you require, and it's nothing that I've been like, boy, I wish I had that right now. I haven't ever had that moment where I was like, man, I want that so bad. I haven't, which is okay. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: but for the most part, like it's dark, Souls-y kind of combat, right? You know, very heavy, very deliberate.
1: Yeah, it is. Su- like, all, you get tons of different. Like, the weapon choices are insane. Uh, you have six weapons. Like, at the bottom of the screen, you have uh, six weapons you can equip, and you can cycle through them, one for each, ha- uh, three for each hand. And so, okay. you can have anything from a pistol to a buzz saw to a giant axe to uh, like a dagger like the weapon choices are insane and all of them do different damages and attack in different ways and they're different and like each enemy type you come across can only be defeated by certain types or uh, you will die very quickly like you need to know what each enemy can be killed by and at first I was like oh this saw is great I walk up and just saw him down it looks awesome until you get a guy who when he gets hit slaps your ass across the room and oh shit like, huh. fun Okay, so I should use my gun. Until so you pull out the gun and realize that some enemies move way faster than your targeting ability is. Uh-huh. So you turn to fire and you just miss. And you're like, okay, so I need to rethink all of this. So right. You figure a gun would be an amazing gun's not that great. If it's slow and big, awesome, use a gun. If it's big and fast, you're fucked. So you have to learn like all these weapons to use with different bosses and different enemies
0: shit breaks really fast as well right like everything uh, does yeah it's very that that's one of the things that got me interested in it because it reminded me of the original dead rising and Mm. the idea that you have to pick up and use what's nearby and you're going to be very careful if you've got a really good weapon it's close to breaking you got to be really careful where you use it i was also told the game actually runs pretty well too it's a 60 frames game on ps4 pro so i'm like okay cool uh um... you know if it's a bit dark soulsy but also a bit weird yeah sure okay
2: yeah, yeah, all the items you pick seen this up. And is... I run into anything to fight yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's just come up now. Oh, this, is, uh, this is this is this is Khan's gameplay footage in the background. He was reading a bunch of stuff about like a twenty-one-year-old pro gamer or something like that. Like, all right, this is gonna have some weird lore, isn't it? Grilled frog is apparently something you can eat.
1: Yeah, what you what you do is while you oh, go through you the level. Played? Yeah, while you, while you go through the level, you find frogs and rats and shit on the ground, and that's your food source. You can get mushrooms, and they'll give you like buffs or. uh uh, to like speed or health or what, so all the things you're like searching for shit on the ground as well, and you have to like mm-hmm. sneak up on it and grab it, or else it'll run away, or you can kill it, whatever. Ah. Um.
0: You... the crystal lizards in Dark Souls,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, the enemies are not every. You're not gonna get. It's not a horde game. They're like, you'll come into a room. There might be three enemies in there, but they're all like going to be tactically different in some way. Or one guy's gonna be in the back shooting you while two other guys are running at you. Uh-huh. Um. There's a lot of goofy shit in this game, Holy too. Shit, like, one weapon. of the levels was an amusement park. And so there's creepy rides and weird stuffed animals around. Um, but generally, it's, like, the items you find when it comes to armor is all random. So each time you play, you're going to get different stuff. And so uh, one time I looked like a freaking barbarian, but one time I actually had, like, camo gear on. Um, saw all-
0: Knuckles? Holy shit explosive mushrooms apparently in this game as well i'm trying (laughs) to skip through this gameplay i'm mostly seeing inventory management which does concern me a little bit i have to admit
1: it's definitely how you keep yourself alive um one of the big selling points this game for me at least is the fact that the music the soundtrack to this game is fucking amazing it's tb you will love it actually dodger will love it more because it's it's metal but it's like j metal so oh
0: There are times where I like J metal, although there are times when it gets a little silly. I'll admit. You know,
1: you know the perfect example.
0: Oh my god, that's death on a skateboard.
1: Metal Gear Revengeance soundtrack is exactly. Oh oh, right, well
0: I'm all in on that. You fucking kidding me? That's one of my favorites.
1: It's we (laughs) we when we went to go play this at uh, PlayStation Experience, we were in line for like an hour, and they played the entire soundtrack to this. It was the easiest Mm. wait I've ever been in. It was so good. Yeah. Um. So. Another thing is not only do you have death, like crazy death with you the entire time, it's like, you're like, hey, I'm crazy and I'm your buddy and I'm going to get you through this. But, but there's a character that when you die, you know, in Splatoon, uh, at the end of the victory thing, the cat comes up and he's like, oh, oh. Yeah. The, like, yeah. There's like a sexy flight attendant who pops up and is like, do you want to continue or not? Oh, oh. It's <laughs> really silly and funny.
0: This, this, weirdly enough, looks right up my alley. Uh, I did not expect to say that about a fucking pseudo game. Uh, I mean, although, like, No More Heroes was pretty damn fun, I have to admit. Uh, Killer7 was... Worth playing to say that you've played Killer7. I don't know if you really play Killer7 or if Killer7 plays you, but... yeah, I, You gotta admit, like, he makes some unusual stuff. The aesthetic of these games is always a bit weird. This is, like, the most realistic-looking one he's done. And I know. I saw some people complain. like, oh, it looks like a PS3 game. Yeah, but it runs well, so I don't give a fuck. Um, it does. It does look dated. Even like I'm playing cool it with live, it looks games. a little
1: dated. But that it doesn't. If you can get behind the like what the game is, yeah. it's super fun. But man, do I suck at games like this. So <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I probably will too. From.
0: Yeah, I I will be one of the whales for the microtransactions for reviving myself. I can probably guarantee that because I'll be so shit at it. Yeah, it does but look. It does look it's good funny. though. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, I'm intrigued.
1: This looks fun.
0: I don't know why, for the most part, you seem to be in very short, short booty shorts. But okay, well, that's like the way you start originally is you're almost naked. Okay, basically, sure.
1: Um, I cannot even
2: oh he's eating a rat sorry keep yeah.
1: going i let's say like lore wise i don't think i'm far enough in to be able to tell you what the fuck is going on in this game <laughs> it is so bizarre it's a
0: game you're not gonna have a fucking clue regardless of what you do yeah. like you you'll just confuse yourself more by reading the stuff it's like what the no i don't know what's going on just just go with it
1: yeah the the i tried to figure out what was happening based on the setup they had at playstation experience i want to describe to you the cosplayers that were there the PlayStation Experience booth. So you have all this metal going on in the uh-huh. background. They had a fake subway uh, set up, and in okay. the subway, Death was there with his like crazy googly eye glasses and a <laughs> skateboard.
0: <laughs> Did he have a you skateboard? A yeah. Okay. You could
1: take a photo with him, and in the background was five cosplayers all almost naked, hooked up to wires, like laying there pretending to be dead. Okay. Then there was a sexy nurse with like a neon mask and a sexy doctor with a neon mask, all right. and, they were, and they were like. You know, so just imagine. This was great, by the way. Sexy nurse, but then imagine a guy in the exact same outfit.
0: Right? <laughs> like, yeah. It there was you go.
1: Perfect. And then there was like the the like flight attendant chick, and then there was like a bunch of other guys dressed as bosses. And I was like, I can't tell you what the theme of this game is, but I, <laughs> I'm so excited to play it. Like, yeah, it's whatever it is. They've nailed it. Whatever the aesthetic of this game is, it is perfect.
0: Great. Yeah. It, it it that sounds really is it only on uh
2: playstation
0: yeah cool yeah i might i might take the ps4 i mean i got treatment on the next couple of days so i'll be like laid up in bed but i'm thinking maybe take the ps4 pro plug in the projector and just have a weird Suda 51 experience (laughs) that might be a perfect time to do it
2: (laughs) the projector i love it oh yeah
0: just like like 120 inches of Suda 51 That's like is this a good idea for my psychological health i don't know but i'm willing to try it i'll I'll come back and report my results see so how it goes mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: that looks yeah that's w- weirdly enough like one of the only console games i kind of excited about right now outside of i'm waiting for the 60 fps patch that they claim is coming to final fantasy 15 for ps4 pro oh that'll be so nice that'll be lovely but honestly right now from what i've heard there are performance issues regardless of what you do there's a light mode that already exists in the game. There was a ton of misinformation about this. I went oh. to look to see if the 60 FPS patch was out, and there were like conflicting things like, oh, it's been out for ages, it's already there. You just select light mode, and I'm like, you sure about that? And then I go, like, no, light mode's also 30. These people just literally didn't know what they were talking about. Uh, but so apparently, light mode makes it, uh, uh, like, reduces some of the frame drops from 30. It keeps it constantly at 30, but it's got a so called frame pacing problem where the frames are dis- displayed in irregular, um, what's Perfect. the word? Yeah, just like a, a, a well-paced game should have a frame displayed at a set point and it should be regular. That's what makes it feel smooth. If you right. fuck with that, then it's going to feel worse. Mm-hmm. Jesse's probably experienced that during Final Fantasy fifteen. No,
1: I have my, I'm a, guys, I'm a big fucking nerd, in case you weren't aware. I have my PlayStation mm-hmm. 4 Pro here, because I wanted to beat Final Fantasy 15 that badly. That's,
0: um, did you take it with you in the suitcase? I wrapped oh, my, all my clothes around it. My
1: clothes were the <laughs> container vessel for the PlayStation. Oh yeah, that's
0: that's standard. Should do that. I
1: um, yeah, I still experience weird like glitches and frame rate issues and stuff on PS4 Pro. Yes, it's it's it's. I can't even describe to you why it would be like that. But there's moments where. I'll be in the middle of a fight, and suddenly it's just like, and then it keeps going. I'm like, okay, sure. Strangely enough, I've heard
0: that the PlayStation, both the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, have worse issues than the Xbox One does with this. And I don't, I'm not 100% sure why, because those machines are very, very similar. No, it's, yeah it's a like uh remember the the xbox 360 and the ps3 were like completely different architecture and the cell processor was some f- fucking mystical arcane device that you had to unlock the secrets of woo uh but no they're, they're like they're almost the same machine now but apparently the sony machines have worse issues with this than the xbox does why why would that have all have the things that's so dumb
2: i was uh, so confused because i finally started playing final fantasy 15 yesterday and holy shit that game is so fun um But, there was a point last night, because I'm also playing it on a PS4 Pro. I was sitting on the couch playing it, and I was talking to Sam, and I was like, I don't understand how anybody's supposed to fucking fish in this black water. And Sam was like...
0: It's not supposed to be?
2: Yeah, he was like, wait, what do you mean the water's black? And I was like, look, the water is all black. And he was like, it's not supposed to look like that. (laughs) So it didn't (laughs)
0: love the texture? Fuck
2: yeah so did like a, a like force restart of the whole system and now the water looks fucking gorgeous i was like i caught like five fucking fish in that black water <laughs> having no idea what was going on i wouldn't
0: need him i wouldn't need him you don't know what's in them now
1: <laughs> there's been yeah, some one fracking the, going on like, that's been happening it happens on the pro and it happens on uh the normal playstation as well is that after look i play a lot of this game after maybe six or so hours Every spell effect that Ignis does particleizes the entire screen. And at first, I thought like, "Oh shit! I unlocked a cool buff." Nope, oh it's just you unlocked a cool fucking- bug instead. Like- yeah, everything goes. I'm like, "Oh,
0: oh my god!"
1: Cool. So, there's a- here's the thing. I will. I want this to be my official Final Fantasy 15 review. Right now? Yes. Really? Okay. I haven't even Ready. I haven't even beaten it. I already know what I'm gonna say. It is a beautiful, glorious. Wondrous clusterfuck. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen. I have right. never enjoyed a game so much in my life that I could not tell you what the plot was. <laughs> super broken. Think it's like everything about it is fucked up. I don't. Everything about me should hate this game, but God damn it, do I love those four boys and their mission. Yeah, the sweet boys. I can't, I can't not love this game. It is super silly and fun, but fuck me if I still I'm chapter seven 30 hours in I don't know what the hell's going on I couldn't tell you what the story <laughs> was they introduce characters who die in a second I'm like why give that person a name then what yeah. like oh there's so much in this game that is jank but goddamn, is it fun
0: I love the way the combat looks and not only like animation wise mm-hmm. does it look great but a lot of the final fantasy games for me have had just be- I don't like them because they have boring combat And, you know, I ran into problems with that. But this is like more of a real time sort of you've got more control over what's going on sort of thing, which I much more appreciate.
2: It also, um, when Jesse was saying that playing Let It Die makes him feel like he has to be thinking about what weapon he uses. I also in 15 feel like I have to think about what weapon I use. No,
1: don't even just embrace the insanity. Just hold down (laughs) circle and just move shit around with this one. Oh, oh. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I love. I it.
3: hate that
2: magic debuffs everything. I hate that. Like, if I use an ice spell, then literally all of my dudes are gonna also be slowed. <laughs> like that makes me so irritated.
1: I've had more fights just staring at trees than I have actually, like, <laughs> fought my- like, the texturing- everything about this game is so jank. Why do I love it? Why- like, it's super fun! There's
2: something so fun about it!
1: Yeah! I,
0: I, I want to play it, I just want to wait for them to fix some of this shit and get the- get the thing running at 60. Then I'll play it, like- but it does look good. There's so much. yeah!
2: Jesse, can you confirm that
1: Prompto eventually grows on you? Um, there's an amazing scene where Prompto comes to you at night and asks Nock to go, like, sit with him on a roof. And he tells him his entire, like, the cutest story. about, Like, you learn when they were younger. And you learn why Prompto is, like, such, like, he wants their attention so much because it's so cute. And you're like, ah, <gasps> it's super, it's, but here's the thing. You have to, like, you have to just let go and, like, <laughs> understand that this game is basically anime the game. Like, everything about it I is mean, just. I mean, that's what I want.
3: Top. Yeah.
1: I can't even like there's so many things in this game that are all right. I'm just gonna put this out there. You, the main character, Noctis, mm-hmm. are engaged to Lady Luna Freya, who at chapter seven I still have not encountered in the game. Like met. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gladio's little sister, this girl who should be named Iris, but is named Iris or whatever the hell her name is, she is yeah. she is not only in love with you, but all your friends are trying to set you up with this girl who you're on a road trip to go meet your wife. Like <laughs> this game is bonkers. Meanwhile, Cindy's like, hey boys, how's it going? It's Cindy's you know,
0: I mean, so
2: sweet though.
0: <laughs> she, she's a blatant piece of fan service, but like, I always feel like as well that the you know the four main characters, you know, the four boys are also fan service on the other side of it. It's like yeah, they are pretty am. as fuck. You know Mm -hmm. and you have like one for every kind of you know like so i think oh yeah
2: whatever you're into whatever you're
0: into we have a. boys (laughs) we have a boy for you
1: i also want to confirm i have a conspiracy theory and i need evidence to prove this but cry and i are on the same page in this game dodger can vouch for this everyone from npc to player character is beautiful even the old people are gorgeous like yeah. model even, levels of gorgeous
2: even Sid I'm like you're a very handsome old man
1: everyone everyone in this game is phenomenally fit and gorgeous and model S, there's a town where the only people who work are women and those women wear midriffs and like hot pants to work it is insane it is of a crazy Perfect. game but at one point you meet a character who straight up look like he looks like Hurley from Lost. And he's the only fat character in all this game. And I'm convinced it's some dude who won a fan contest. Because there's literally <laughs> no reason for him to exist in this world. He's the only fat dude in this world at all. And he's Does like,
2: he does he look kind of like the the guy in Kingsglave?
1: Is no, he supposed he, to be no, that guy? He doesn't look like I'm chunky, dude. He's just a fat dude. Oh, but he okay. looks he looks like Hurley from Lost. And more importantly, he sends he's like. I like collecting. First off, he has a, like a fan servicey shirt that says like meet like meteor fan club or some shit, whatever. But then he like sends you to go collect photos for him so you can put him in his uh, unofficial magazine. Like straight up, yeah. I think this is just a guy who won a contest and I fucking love it. But, like, what is, he, <laughs> what is he doing in this world? It doesn't make sense. Also, yes, chat, you're right. Prompto was a fatty, but it doesn't matter. Because, I didn't know that.
2: No spoils about character stories.
1: They never, you learn you that from the, the out of here. you learn that from the anime, I believe, whatever, it doesn't mm. matter. Anyway, the um, big point is that it doesn't matter if there are like people of various sizes in this world, in the game you're playing, he's the only one. And I'm convinced <laughs> that this guy won a contest or like is the son of a guy who works there. Like he is so out of place. And he, the best part is he's like, Hey there, boys. How's it going? You want to get me some fun? He always does this. Hey there. I'm so hot today. It's like, <sighs> all right. Let's... Are you
2: playing it in English? Yes. Apparently, the voice actor for Gladiolus is the same as Junkrat.
1: Really? I don't know that that's like, it's hard to tell if that's the case. Get, that's what everybody
2: is saying well I mean I surely like, I that Gladiolus. should be and extremely like, that's
0: easy to see. confirm by going on IMDB right <laughs> like, yeah uh, let's find out shouldn't be too fucking hard because uh,
2: I'm playing it in Japanese and everybody's like you're missing the fuck out switch it immediately <laughs> I was like oh okay
0: well, uh, so that's the Japanese actor there, there are three different actors for Gladiolus and I'm assuming this is just for the different versions of VO uh well it's not tobias Brecklinghouse, which is an amazing name by the way yeah it uh, is giles Morvan is the one with the with more giles credits but Morven. he's not in overwatch either he was in watchdogs uh he's the french one christopher l parson junk overwatch yep that's him wow yep he, he's all, been in a ton all my of boys games. are
2: actually the same boy i found yep. out today
0: <laughs> he's in world of warcraft he's in deus ex <laughs> yeah that but is
1: uh rat. yeah also shout out to cup noodles and final fantasy i like final fantasy i cannot
2: game. believe how much product placement there is in this game
1: <laughs> when you so can coleman is everywhere like your tent is everything is branded here's the crazy thing that is not so about it they somehow managed to fit all that nonsense into this world and you're like i was well, about all right. to
0: say doesn't isn't that a massive immersion breaker if this no. is a fantasy, fucking it's not world.
2: because the whole not game is so modern,
0: yeah, like really. everything
2: about the game is supposed
0: even though there's to feel fucking very swords modern. and dragons and magic and shit in it, you're okay with it's modern not, day, like real it's, part it's, the They've
1: taken away all that, like the, the sword stuff, like the crystal thing. Imagine, uh, it's steampunk but with crystal tech, imagine that instead. And so, magic okay. is not magic in this anymore, it's like a bomb. You create, you synthesize bombs with magical powers, so you have to, like, throw it and, and like, plan it and then make new ones and, like, mix new... So you're not even, like, you don't even have magic, magic powers. You, I mean, as Noctis, you're the only person who has, like, I have king powers and that allows me to make magic swords and shit. But other than that, everyone else is match tech and fucking robots and animals and cars and, like...
2: I think the fact that they start you off at the very beginning, just like you're in modern clothes and you have a sports car. Enjoy. Like yeah. it, it sets the tone in your mind for, Oh, I'm basically living in like a modern mm-hmm. society with monsters. Like that's, that's the world that I'm in right now.
3: Yeah.
1: And monsters only come out at night kind of deal. So most of the time, I it's don't, just, though. that's not true. Animals. I mean, animals, you can fight during the day. Those aren't monsters, animals. But at night, like monsters, like demons and shit come out. The demons. Yes. Mm. Uh, Today I fought a lich. I was very excited. I was like, it's not fucking lich. And he was like, what up, bitch? I was like, I got really
2: cocky because I've been able to do so many hunts that are like 10 levels ahead of me. And then I just tried to do one and everyone was murdered with like one swipe. And I was like, oh, hot damn. Okay. never mind."
1: (laughs) So for those who are curious, because I had to do my research on this because I was one, I'm still waiting for my Cindy skin for my car. That comes out on the 11th, apparently, which today's the 13th. So why don't I have it? Um, well, <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Uh, hopefully eventually that'll come out. But more importantly, everyone who did the demo for the game uh, was supposed to get Carbuncle. And Carbuncle's supposed to right. come out. And I'm like, oh, cool. When do I get Carbuncle? Because the beginning, it's like, you have Carbuncle in your game. Yeah. Apparently after doing super amounts of research, you can only get... Ac- Carbuncle's ability is to heal all your characters. You can only get access to him if you are close to death on easy mode, which super breaks my heart. And the That's only reason... Dumb. Yeah, but but if you don't have him, he uh, will show up... In, uh, like, if you don't have him on normal, because you're playing normal mode, he'll show up in pictures and photobomb you in pictures. So I have some pictures where Carbuncle's in the background like, what up? And I'm like,
3: ah, oh,
1: baby boy. So, uh, did we mention this game has photos? You can collect 150 of them and keep them forever. And it's the best. And it apparently
2: world. affects like actual parts of the story.
1: It's so good. It's so good. I have.
2: I'm obsessed so with finding obsessed. all of the ingredients so that Ignis will be like, I've thought of a new recipe. And every
1: I'm like,
3: t- oh, yeah, boy.
1: <laughs> every, I don't know if you do this, but every time he, he's like, I thought of a new recipe, I'm like, every time just like got it i love every one of these characters is so fucking lovable i can't i can't describe to you it's it's less about the fantasy this time and more about just like i enjoy this yeah i enjoy listening to these guys talk and have conversations about like there's there's one part of the game that just happened with me where um three of the guys are like on this uh, like leaving town for a minute and they're like Where's Gladio? And they're like, oh, he's probably scoring with girls. And Prompto's like, oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I love shit like that. I'm like, you guys are cute. I
2: remember uh, the first time that we talked about the game, Jesse, you said that it was really fascinating to play a Final Fantasy where it wasn't, you start out on your own and you slowly collect people. And instead it's from the very beginning, you have a team of friends that you have Mm -hmm. a rapport with and like, Mm And like there are all kinds of conversations that will happen when you're in cars, when you're just running around. Like there's countless conversations that happen if you're just willing to like hang out and listen to them. And it it really does fill the world a lot.
1: So I, I would, yeah, I love I that. I would definitely say that if they started you out with you just played as Nocta and had to go collect people, this game would suck. Like it would. Because Noct is I mean, I love Knocked. I love Knocked. What a whiny bitch. No, I
3: love Knocked
2: in the group. He's like, he's that character for the group, right? But if it was Knocked by himself, yeah, I would just be like, God damn it, Knocked. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Anyways, that's an unsolved cast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a video game.
2: That is a video game. It It is. is. People are playing. Also, apparently sometimes uh when you get that same texture problem with the water, it'll just be blood red. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so you like walk up to a port and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so just you know, if that happens, maybe take a picture because it's good shit.
0: I kept playing i'm uh, sort of on and off still playing a bit of Watch Dogs 2. Still cool. still pretty pretty much. I'm glad that it. you're
2: still enjoying that game.
0: Yeah. i yeah. uh, I'm not playing it in long sessions i'm finding i'll dip in i'll do a mission or two or an activity and then you know just uh, leave but to be fair that kind of feels okay i did do my first online co-op mission which was pretty cool uh, which involved uh, stealing a secret boat which is the best kind of boat and was sort of infiltrating a a compound and you can go in there i, I don't know if you can get any more than two people Every co-op mission I've seen has only been two people, but they'll pop up on the map as something you can go and do. You can try it yourself, but you'll find it's pretty fucking hard. So Mm. it was interesting to see the different approaches that myself and the other guy had. He was being very stealthy, very sneaky, and I'm like, I have a sniper rifle. Also, I just unlocked the ability to summon police to a location by putting a fake APB on somebody. And I got the ability to order a gang hit. So...
2: (laughs) What? Damn. one One of the
0: things I like the most about this game is you can force faction conflict between, you know, the several factions. There's a couple of, like, gangs. There's a big security corp that, like, protects CTOS for the most part. And then there's the police. And you can really start a lot of people in this game are very trigger happy. Like, the the security corporation will actually happily start shooting at the police, which seems like that wouldn't happen, but you can sort of, you can encourage a big fight between them and then go, hehehe, <laughs> and sort of sneak behind it all, uh, or just, like, throw a little uh, stun device at the middle of it, and it's like, you didn't see this, or rig an uh, electrical box to explode when someone walks near it, all that kind of thing. And with the two of us, we were able to do all sorts of things. Eventually, he ended up distracting most of the guards so I could sneak into the thing, find the uh, right box to open so that I could unlock the door, and then jump in the boat and get the fuck out of there. And I eventually... I, I was driving as fast as I could in this really awesome speedboat trying to get a location to deliver it, and I got sniped by a guy in a police helicopter, and the boat was just kind of floating out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so I respawned, tried to get back there, but the other dude had stolen a sailboat and had got the sailboat up near it and then just jumped from the sailboat into the speedboat and then just drove it into the location uh it was it was pretty fun actually um that and a combination of the the different hacking challenges where you got the kind of pvp hacking that was in watchdogs 1 where it's like there's a dude here or a dude has invaded your game world and is hacking you but you don't know who he is go and look around the area to find him and if you find him he has to escape and you have to kill him uh, but if it's the other way around and you're the hacker, you're not allowed to kill your target. So you've just got to sort of try and fool them into thinking that you're a regular civilian. I think they probably took a bit of that from Assassin's Creed's multiplayer, which I thought was awesome, by the way. And they should totally bring back it's fucking awesome game mode. And I've you know, i tried different ways of hacking people. I always tend to get found out about 50% of the way through. <laughs> And uh, just like, oh yeah, I'm in a car or I, I'm an, and I tried to make sure I park the car in a way that an NPC would instead of it being in the middle of the road at a slant. And there's like, that's a bit suspicious. And you can distract them by using hacks to set off things. Like uh, one of the hacks you get early on, you can control and hack any car in the game and make it do things, which sure, why not? Including really old ones, because sure, why not? so Dang. i'll make uh i'll see the guy and then i'll make a truck in front of him suddenly lurch forward and then he will think i'm in the truck and all that kind of thing so cool. you've got a lot more hacking stuff you can do this time around you get a early on you get a quadcopter drone that you can upgrade and fly that around and hack shit you can get a cool. little roller drone which is straight out of rainbow six siege which you can upgrade you can have that shock people as well you just go up to someone behind them and just do a fucking full-on r2d2 on them and knock them out can
1: we go back for a minute? Sure. to when you were playing with this other guy. Yeah. Do you know this person, or was this just someone who showed up to play with you?
0: It's So on the map, there are co-op missions that are marked on the map, and you can just go there, and you hit, I want to play, and it'll find someone, and they'll immediately uh-huh. teleport. It's seamless as well, which is pretty good. Uh, I, I think they you either t- uh, t- teleport into their world or they teleport into yours, and the guy suddenly appears, and it's basically a player character in your world. And he sticks around for as long as you want the session to. Like, he'll even stick around afterwards. You go driving together, go do activities together and stuff, go ride bikes or all that I, kind I, of thing. I,
1: all yeah. I'm saying is I really want to see a show featuring you and this other guy because you sound like the odd couple in that
0: you have to buddy go. Cop like thing.
1: I'm visualizing you jump in a speedboat like, let's get out of here. And then you look over and he's getting the sailboat ready. <laughs> ready. Yeah, it has so VoIP, silly. but
0: I had VoIP turned off, so we didn't really work together in a logical way. Yeah, uh, I was pretty sure he wanted to go the super sneaky hacky route, and I was just like, "I have a sniper rifle, and I'm gonna summon the gang execution and start a fight." Let's it go. Sounds like a
1: perfect show. I would watch. I would watch <laughs> that. last us play. It's like, let's get out of here, and he's like, "Hold on, I'm getting my sales up."
0: <laughs> but it worked pretty well. I heard there were some problems on launch with the way the multiplayer works, but that that worked pretty well. So there's supposed to be kind of emergent multiplayer events that pop up. Mm. I've never mm. seen those. Like the hacking and the bounties where you have to go hunt someone down who's been chased by the police, who's actually another player. Those will sort they move around the map, uh, but they, they're sort of always, there's always at least one of them that you can go to. And an invasion can happen on you at any time if you have that turned on. So you don't have to go anywhere to be invaded by a hacker, obviously. But there's supposed to be these um, dead sec online events i haven't seen any of those and they're supposed to be more emergent weird activities but mm. i mean outside of that like the a single player is still pretty fun i just did a a mission where it was basically stealing knight rider's car for all intents and purposes perfect uh, kit and, yeah it was pretty oh. it was pretty much kit but modern day kit and they've gone full cheese with it uh, and it was like da- that you went to your hacker friends. They said, there's a new trailer for like Cyber Hacker Man Cop or whatever. And yeah, you watch it. I'd watch that. And then people start complaining about the inaccuracies. And it's like, we should steal the script and then make our own version of it and steal the car and all that kind of thing. And you send this full on, we are anonymous, we are Legion, cringe message. So it's like, we are dead sick. You believe this is what hackers truly are. We find this insulting, da, da, da. And it's The level of cheese is like, I'm playing Hackers in 2016. <laughs> yes. I'm playing Hack the Planet. Like, I'm waiting for Serial Killer to show up at any moment and tell, him, you know, tell me about your P6 chip, which is triple the speed of a Pentium or whatever. Like, tell It's that. That's what it is. It's a giant cheese ball of a game. And as because it's a giant cheese ball of a game, it's way more fucking fun than the original is. Mm-hmm. Way more. If you could just accept that this is basically Hackers in 2016... With a weird penchant for mass spree killing, which sure. is a bit in, it's, just, it's- like yeah. just like the movie, just like
2: the movie,
0: just like hackers. It would be the game would be a lot better if there was less of the spree killing shit. Like in the, says the
2: dude who is like, I don't know why you're trying to hack when I have a sniper. I rifle. <laughs>
0: take the path of least resistance. I've told you about this. This and my sniper rifle is very good at getting rid of people. All I'm saying is that's what it's for. But I don't role play this shit. But it would be better if it was less of that. Once you find the Dead HQ, which is very early in the game, there's a guy who's an engineer there. He's the guy with the mask, by the way, with the emoticons on it, the, who people thought would be a shitty character. He's actually hell of an entertaining character. He's just really enthusiastic about nerdy shit, and that's wonderful. Uh, and there's another character in there that I think is a surprisingly good take on autism. Uh, mm. And that's it. Yeah. You've got to be very careful with that. Great. But yeah, I've worked with autistic kids before, uh, and... Honestly, that guy actually is a very good interpretation and representation of what a certain kind. Bear in mind, autism is a vast spectrum of, right. so yeah, of people. Are not, autistic people are not all the same. He's very Asperger's, and you know, he's very. He doesn't get social cues. He will never understand sarcasm if you're using that in a conversation, and he's very actually that's wrong kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. he'll get obsessed about little details. i like, yeah, I do recognize that. I've known quite a few people who are like that. That's actually a very good interpretation of that, which is why when I hear people say that the writing is very cringe, I actually view it as a very opposite... I have an opposite opinion. I think there's actually quite a lot of good character development nuance in there, and a good Mm. character variety. Anyway, besides all of that, the reason I was mentioning it is because when you get the Dead Sick HQ, Wrench, who's the guy with the emoticon mask, is your engineer. It's like, oh yeah, we have a 3D printer that can print gadgets. I'm like, that's cool. So you go there and you print your first little roller drone out. I'm like, right, that's cool. But then it's like, oh yeah, I also designed a bunch of really dangerous weapons that include... (laughs) assault rifles automatic shotguns machine guns and everything like whoa you're not a hacker group you're a fucking terrorist group at this yeah, point Totally. but you find yeah. it very. but you're very happy go lucky about how that 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 is the one thing that i think could have you know take the guns down a little bit if you want to get guns go have them you steal them from places or whatever don't have you 3D print an arsenal of really dangerous weapons? Have you do improvisational stuff?
2: Yeah, because then it would have given you the option, right, to like develop that to yeah. to go out and be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to do these side quests that will get us weapons and take us in that direction instead of it being like, yeah. we have weapons, by the way. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's
0: weird because the game has that research element to it. Like, as you gain followers for your social media thing uh, and get more people to download the DeadSec app, which gives you a bigger, like, botnet and stuff, which is a cool element to it, you get research points, and you there's a bunch of different trees, and certain research requires you to find key parts of research, which usually involves, like, a stealth mission where you sneak into here and uh, find this piece of research that can let you do this. But that's not connected to your ability to 3D print automatic shotguns. Those are all available from the very start of the game. They're just gated by money. If you've got enough money, you can get a grenade launcher right off the bat. You don't research for that. There are some researchers that will upgrade your stuff, but a lot of it, otherwise, like, okay, you want to upgrade your stun gun, you got to do research and all that kind of thing, but you can get a grenade launcher. Like, as long as you've got the cash for a grenade launcher, you just print one, which is a bit I odd.
1: I feel like this is a game that would have benefited from a more dynamic approach to guns in that... Your like your hacker group i think it would have been awesome if your hacker group didn't really have an opinion on the subject but you as like the main character if you the more guns you got the more violent you were if the people in your inner circle would like respond to that like i love that idea you killed a bunch of fucking people like that's yeah. not what we're about i feel yeah. like that would have added that another level been, i wonder
0: if that is later on in the story maybe there is a part of that but it would be great if that was actually dynamic and and the, you know there were different members of the group that had different approaches different mm-hmm. opinions on the use of violence there are three different play styles and i never really like it when games say oh there's three play styles for you to choose from it's like ghost aggressor trickster <laughs> you know which really yeah. just that's sort of a very artificially limiting way of saying you are defined by one of three things but yeah. obviously ghost is like you don't get seen you sneak Trickster's more i use hacks and you know i blow up electrical boxes to stun people and I can force a phone to be a Samsung note seven and melt down in someone's pocket and electrocute them. You could actually do that, no, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I like doing that in the middle of a random crowd of people to see what fucking happens. Uh, but I imagine there's probably part of the story that does that. Weirdly enough, I put like seven, eight hours in the game and it claims my story progression is like 3% because I've been doing oh. mostly side shit, um, which actually in my okay. opinion is a sign of a good open world game. Uh, yeah,
2: absolutely. If you, if you feel compelled to do things that have to do with the world you've been given that aren't just the linear story, then yeah, the open world is doing its exact
0: job. There's just some really well fleshed out side activities in it. The Uber, which I mentioned earlier, is called Driver San Francisco, which is a lovely reference. Game's actually full of really cool references. There's this awesome mission where you go and hack Ubisoft, and yeah, there's references right. to Kotaku. If- I don't, did I tell you about that? The references to games journalism that's in the game. Oh, no, but
2: I I do know that there's a, if you hack a specific computer, you see like an actual Ubisoft trailer for a game that they haven't released.
0: Yeah, Uh, but the cool part of that is before you do that, uh, you go and hack one of the PR guy's phone and he's getting yelled at by one of the execs. And they're like, we leaked, you know, um, Syndicate leaked, Unity leaked, and then one other game, which they throw in a fictional game. It right. was like, wait a minute are you are you meta are you metagaming me here like is this is this an announcement of an announcement or whatever yeah. um that's really and I found that really fucking cool. That was like, hey this is me you know I, <laughs> this, it's it's a game aimed at people that play video games, which is nice you know you're not pretending to be anything else that was a really cool mission you know this but the the side activities driver San Francisco, which is basically you become an uber driver is a full on app on your smartphone and there's That's a awesome. ton of Uber missions that all have different characters in it and they all have their own little story and you you get to talk to them and it's kind of like playing crazy taxi in a way right. some of the guys want you to drive really fast some of you want to do stunts so you want to be really careful uh there's you know i'm gonna get you to a hospital because you know someone's having a baby kind of thing there's one where you have a race with autonomous cars from the their version of google and a google engineer's kind of in your car saying we're gonna race the autonomous cars and all that kind of thing there's you know ones that yell at you about politics and all that kind of other stuff that uh, just even just so
1: real real uber drivers yeah yeah
0: yeah it's it's the true uber experience and it's actually a lot of fun to do because there's leaderboards for it and everything it's like it's just so well fleshed out um yeah Uh, it's been really pleasant surprise playing this game up to this point not having a lot of expectations going in and that's what makes me a bit sad that it's not selling that well but simultaneously I don't blame people because they got burned so hard in the last one you can't really blame people for being suspicious of this but maybe it will I think maybe it's going to have a bit of a longer tail Ubisoft mentioned this actually they said we think this game is going to have a long tail because that's what the Rainbow Six Siege had like yeah. people there, are really skeptical. People are of Siege. still like obsessed with Siege. It's fucking good. It's so yeah. good. And it started off being pretty good, but buggy and full of hackers, which was a problem. But a lot of people had a very negative opinion of Siege because it's like we didn't want this from Rainbow Six. We wanted a full single player. We wanted Rogue Spear again. We wanted Raven Shield again. Right. Which doing that on console is really hard, and you know people do need to think about that. Or even like just say, hey, we want Vegas again. We just want a single player game. But it's a very very good multiplayer game they put a shit ton of support behind it and it's it's so much better than it was so that game's had a longer tail where it now has a bigger player base than it did on launch which is highly unusual Mm -hmm. for a lot of games Um, so maybe this will happen with this
2: the division's like king of the kill version that's inside of division is apparently
0: really good too it's very good i'm enjoying the hell out of survival mode for that it's great to stream for obvious reasons uh You know, because people love the tension of it. It feels very tense to play, and I yeah, I I found it very enjoyable. I I it's
2: it's like you start off with nothing, right? And you have to scrounge around and find things.
0: Yeah, it's very crafty, but there's also elements of the elements. Like it, you've got to craft warmer clothes because otherwise you can freeze to death. That's a big risk. Uh, Getting food and drink. You're going to make sure you don't dehydrate, and all the time you've been infected by a disease. So you can take painkillers and meds to stave it off for a bit, but ultimately there's a time limit, which is quite a long one. It's about two hours uh, that you have to get out before the disease kills you, basically. So yeah, they have survival elements in it, but it is really cool to do that. And there's the distrust element is really there when you play the PvP. You're just like, can I trust this guy? Shall we party up? And the proxy voice of IP, the proximity uh, VoIP, helps a lot in that. Or do I just shoot him in the back and take his shit? Yeah. Most of the time you shoot him in the back and take a shit. That's do you the best think way
2: to do it. like I never played the division at all, but I'm interested in the survival mode of it. Cause it sounds really intriguing. Do you think that I could easily like learn yes. how survival works without having played the game before?
0: Yes. And okay. it, it'll, it'll only, you, you've got to unlock your home base to get it, which only think, takes about 20, 10, 15 minutes. Once you have the home base, You never have to leave that area again if if all you're going to do is play survival mode, because the status of your character doesn't affect survival mode at all, which is lovely. It's a great equalizer, because everyone starts with the same shit. You have no skills. Levels are irrelevant. So, yes, you could, and you'd probably enjoy it, because as I mentioned in my video, the survival mode of this is the best King of the Hill Battle Royal Hunger Games game that's currently out. Because all the others are in early access and they're buggy and they're not very well polished. This is really well polished and it feels great and it looks great and it's super fucking fun, you know? uh, Someone in chat just made a great example. It's like, it's Escape from New York, the video game. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Except without snaking it. It's good. It's, It's pretty good. Obviously, getting that plus the season pass can be a bit pricey, but I know they knocked the main price of the game down so that makes it a bit more doable. palatable yeah. yeah yes i think that's really good i don't like the rest of the division but that mode is very good and i know force has been playing a shit ton of it and he loves it mm-hmm. and it's it is a great little survival mode really cool mm-hmm. uh so you know ubisoft has been doing pretty well when it comes to improving trying man stuff. they are yeah yeah they are they're but trying to up. make
2: better games. <laughs>
0: yeah, the the latest controversy is that For Honor is gonna require an online connection, um, which oh, I mean, there's but
2: isn't it entirely multiplayer it has a campaign. There's it has a campaign. Yeah, oh, it does. Oh, yeah.
0: We don't we don't know to what extent. Like, we haven't seen a great deal of it. We saw like half of one mission of it. So we don't know if that's gonna be a priority. And I actually kind of hope that it won't be. I don't care. Uh, It's it's
1: definitely not, but it it is pretty fleshed out. Like, it has a ridiculous, nonsensical story to try to make it so like, oh yeah, this is why all three of them are fighting. But it's like, it's fun. But the main focus is the multiplayer, 100%.
0: Yes, yeah. And it does sort of suck that there is that always-on connection. I feel like that's become less of an issue over the course of the years because people have just sort of come to accept it. Yeah. But... When it comes to servers, shit always breaks. This happens. It generally doesn't last that long, but shit breaks. And if I can't, on launch, play my single-player game because of some weird always-online multiplayer requirement that doesn't necessarily need to be there, that's going to be an issue. So if they lose sales because of that, that's their own fucking fault. Yeah. But yeah. All right, let's go break. When we come back, we'll talk about more games we've been playing. And Snake
1: pliskin,
0: Yeah. But a lot, lot of... Yeah. We, we are the premier Snake pliskin podcast. Surfboarding
1: tidal waves.
0: On Twitch right now, there is no other place that you can find this snake content. I'll <laughs> make good. that abundantly clear snake. to you. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Watch the Co-Optional Podcast.
1: Pliskin,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. For some reason, I played about a minute of ambient burning noises before we came back. Not quite what I was aiming for. Great. <laughs> I queued up some holiday music and I have, well, holiday music. It's a bunch of like OC remixes that are associated with that. And I have a feeling that I messed that up a little bit. Just call it a uh, a Chris, uh, lovely Christmas fire. You know, it's burning mm-hmm. your know, logs by the fire, ah, the stock yes. goes, that kind of thing. Of course. You know? yes. huh. cr- Christmas burning down of the house and all the presents and the upset children, not that. No, right. No, no, panic no. basket. Yes. Yeah, you know something do. along those guys. Mm-hmm. One could say that this podcast is lit. Okay. <laughs> so say the kids. I still don't know what that mm-hmm. means. Apparently I'm not woke enough. What, <laughs> what is happening?
1: I think Base, you're pretty woke. Face TV is uh, not
0: woke. I strongly disagree. Uh, you cuck face? Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. yeah okay video games Yes. what you got oh my god i don't look i don't got i want you to talk now so i can eat this delicious yogurt
1: oh my god (laughs) except except for uh final fantasy the only other game i played this entire week besides dishonored which i still love is uh shadow tactics yeah tell me about that one yo i played one level of it (laughs) that's all i know (laughs) that's all um is that good huh no here's the thing it's really, really good, but it is a Fucking
0: patience hard game. game
1: and yes. a tactical game and a strategy game. And when you try to do that for Fan Friday, that shit do not work.
0: So uh, was, you, you made a mistake there. Yeah, the, that game is something of a spiritual successor to the old Commandos series. Um, There was also a game called Desperados, which is like a Western version of that. And there was a Robin Hood version of it, I think called Robin Hood Legend of Sherwood or something like that. Yeah. And there's not like... There hasn't been a version of that for a while, and really, those games are all about you have a small squad of like people, and they all have different abilities each, and using that small squad of people, you get to sneak around and accomplish the objective. But if you get spotted, shit's dangerous. Like you can yes. die fast. It, they were very, right. very hard games.
1: It is yeah. The thing with this one is, you it's in feudal Japan, and you play as a samurai and a sniper, old sniper badass, and a sh- like a ninja there's a little tanuki girl what like there's all sorts of cool stuff you can be but anyway the whole point is you're sneaking and you're strategically killing guys or not killing them and hiding their bodies and trying to get the levels and if you are spotted the cone of vision enemies have is insane like (laughs) there's been times where i thought i was across the map and killed a guy and i was like how the fuck did he see me but then i realized oh in real life you probably would have been seen like it isn't like Dishonored or some shit, where right? I can knock it out and 10 feet away, there's another guy who's like, doop, doop, where doop, people doop. are
0: wearing horse blinders basically all the time. Like, everyone has a 45 field of view corner vision. It's like, no, in real yeah. life, they would have fucking seen you. Yeah, commandos are yeah. like that as well. Like, it, it is hard stealth.
1: And it's all about learning from that mistake. So, all right, well, I killed this guy, but everyone saw it. So, okay, how do I go about doing this again? Is there another way? And it's just for me, it was trial and error until I figured it out. But then when I did figure it out, I was like, oh, shit, look at me being a badass. And so it has that mechanic of at least when you succeed, you feel like you've earned mm. that success. So yeah. I love that about it.
0: It's quite a few different ways to accomplish those goals as well, which gives it a ton mm-hmm. of replayability. And mm-hmm. it means that a tiny, as long as you execute the strategy well, chances are you'll make it work. But yes, trial and error was a big part of those older games too. Yeah. Because th- really, there's so many variables that it's very hard to account for everything. And of course, it's all in real time your plan goes to shit as soon as that happens and and you're in trouble right
1: Um, i will say that yeah there's two other characters i didn't even get a chance to play because it took me an hour to get through the tutorial an hour y'all but it was fun
2: fucking terrible at this game
1: (laughs) yeah it was it's definitely one where once you see the different options and see how many variables there are and how many ways to do things you're like oh the possibilities have opened up but then you realize most of those end in your failure (laughs) like your your massive failure like oh shit and so you just have to be creative and uh, uh, because you're switching between characters as well you have to um really time things out so you can also set up attacks where you're like all right this guy's gonna go here this guy's gonna go here when i press go they're both gonna initiate attacks which is cool but also you can do like This guy's going to attack, then I'll press three, switch to the other guy while he's attacking, and move him around the outside so no one can see what he's doing. Like that kind of stuff where you have to constantly move back and forth. And I can definitely feel like it would, the later you get into the game, it's going to take a while to get through missions. Like you have to be real stealthy and real sneaky and patient because sometimes you have to figure out the patterns guards do. Like sometimes they walk in a straight line, other times they stop, look around, move a different direction. You're like, okay, so. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting
2: you know with the way you were describing it i was like this game doesn't sound like the sort of game i would find fun I think but now that it. i'm I watching the gameplay it. i'm like but maybe but maybe i could be into this
1: yeah see see this guy like his cone of vision is the entire area of where you need <laughs> yeah. to of go of course
0: it is i mean he has eyes <laughs> it's uh, it's very much right. like that and so and the way
1: those two guys work with the hats is they they literally the game says You cannot distract them. They will not be distracted by anything. That's their job is to guard this door. They're just going to keep looking around. Don't, you can't throw stone. You can't do shit to these guys. So I'm like, oh God. So yeah, I had to be like, okay, well, I can kind of get them to look the other way if I throw a rock in that direction. They won't look at it for long, but then they can slowly move my samurai up the map to the point where he can get to them and then murder them both. And I'm like, all right, let's do this shit. It requires that level of. Okay, this might take five or ten minutes to make this happen, but it's gonna happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Dodger, I think the best way to look at a game like this, uh, especially tactics games, are effectively puzzles. Yeah, and just because they have combat in them, doesn't mean that they're any less sort of like puzzles. And you know, you can handle puzzles pretty well. Not to mention, you have the you're a determinator. That's one of those (laughs) nice little TV tropes things I found. You refuse (laughs) to fucking give up. You're like, I fuck this thing. I'm gonna beat it. This is that. You're gonna run into Thanks, a lot of Stevie. that here.
2: Um, I guess when I whenever I think of a strategy game, I think of games like I, I think of uh like army building games. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible at those. So whenever whenever I hear about a game like this, that's what I imagine until I actually see it. And then like looking at it now, I'm going, Oh this is way more manageable because it's not I'm having to govern like huge aspects of my army and put them in the right position Mm. and try to take down another army which is just so overwhelming like I can't do it
0: if people have told you this is a strategy game then slap them because this is sort of a genre that hasn't been very popular last few years but it's real-time tactics there was a time when there were quite a few people making these sort of games and they sort of fell out of fashion mostly because again consoles pretty hard to do these games on consoles because the amount of precise right. controlling you got to do with multiple units but yeah there is no economy there's no base building this is a real-time tactics game mm. and the best way to view that is it's a puzzle you know it's a big puzzle in a uh, nice big open area and you've just got to figure out the best approach and the cool thing is there's quite a lot of answers to that
1: yep there's so many ways to do everything And in this one, you can kill or not kill too. Mm -hmm. So, And also you can kill or not kill civilians. So when I found out that you could kill civilians, I murdered every single one because they can give you away because they live in the Mm -hmm. castle. They scream and run for guards. And I'm like, because if guards do show up, uh, it's not first four guards come. And if you manage to take those guys out, they don't just stop. Then four more guards plus a shogun, like a big ass samurai dude come out and you're like, oh, I'm fucked. Because you don't have enough life to keep fighting. Like you just don't. So, it's in your
2: best interest to just not get caught.
1: <laughs> the the minute I go like saving F five is your best friend. As I learned, it, there is literally no reason to fight when guys come out. I just F eight and restart because it's just like I fucked up. I can't win this battle, and you just all right. Find another way to go through this and keep trying over and over and over again.
0: Okay, so uh, designed around that. Didn't I see on that uh on the screen there that it it had a warning of when your last save was? It knows you're going to be quick saving.
1: Yeah, up at that's the top cool. has a there's a counter, and at first I was like, "What is it counting to?" Because it was green, and then it gets to yellow, then it gets to orange, then it gets to red, and basically it's like, "This is the last time since you saved, dum dum, so you probably should save again." So every time I hit the yellow, I'm like, "Save, save." So that's kind of nice. I feel like, like a lot of times so uh,
2: people think it's a a weird sign of weakness to Say save it's coming, during it's cold. levels like this.
1: No, no, this wow. would drive the no. There's I one... like that
2: the game encourages it, is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, there's one area where I died, and then my save was, like, three minutes back. And three minutes isn't a lot of time in the game, but holy shit, in this game I was like... <gasps> no. That's a lot oh of actions
0: God. you have to execute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks... There's a lot of positive feedback around this game right now. It did somewhat come out of nowhere. Didn't have a lot of PR behind it, but they made the smart decision of putting a free demo out for it. So... Yeah. People can try it out and see if it's their kind of thing. And I think it's doing all right, actually. Uh, let me ju- I'm just looking on Steam Spy to find out how well it's sold so far. I am hope it's doing okay. I know it's on GOG as well. Yeah, I
1: know they had a huge push on GOG for it.
0: Yeah, it's about 30,000 users so far. Of course, it comes out in a really busy time. Like, I know there, was, there were people who are concerned about the sales figures for Owlboy because it hasn't hit 50K yet. And, you know, that came out over a month ago, and people were like, wow, Owlboy had a shit ton of hype and critical acclaim behind it, but it hasn't actually sold that well. Well, it's November, December. The amount of yeah. competition is insane, and people only have a certain amount of money. Not to mention Alboy's quite pricey for an indie game. It's a $25 one, not saying it's not worth it. But then, you know, Shadow Tactics is uh, $40 as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll take a while, but bear in mind these kind of games can really get going in January, where they'll probably be sweet fuck all. Yeah. And there'll be a little bit of a sort of winter drought. It'll pick up. It'll pick up. What was
1: when Shovel Knight came out? Was it an immediate success or was that a word of mouth thing as well?
0: I, I It had a lot of hype behind it because it had a very successful Kickstarter. That's so right. I that was the difference.
2: Kickstarter, yeah. yeah,
0: I think that that's what sort of kept things, uh, the momentum going into its launch. So that probably helped a lot. And of course a lot of people that kickstarted it were YouTubers and streamers, and then they all went to play it and stream it at the same time. So mm-hmm. that gave it a ton of visibility. Owlboy had a bit of that, but evidently nowhere near as much and even if you do show a really cool game, it doesn't mean people are gonna buy it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Maybe they'll just watch you play it. People have limited amounts of money. Let's think about that. Bear that yeah. in mind
1: that's honestly one of the things i i no, i do this now for every video i make where I literally just in the description i'm like here's the game here's who made it here's what i played it on just because i'm like please go buy these because no one buy, no one buys games anymore go buy games go buy games guys yeah go spend your money on it
0: been a lot of really really good ones this year not necessarily yeah. from the places that you would expect We'll probably talk a lot about that in the next two episodes. Let's uh, officially announce the Co-opties 2016. If Woo! That's what we're calling them. Yeah, we uh, usually towards the end of the year we spend two episodes of the show doing what is. I mean, it's not really an award show. It's sort of our end of year discussions. We make up a bunch of fucking categories and just talk about them and then disagree and then move on without coming to a consensus. I which dream is very of a frustrating future. to people. It's great.
2: I dream of a future where we make terrible little awards. And we mail
1: them. Send them to people. (laughs) Done. Done. (laughs) That'd
2: be amazing.
1: Oh shit. I dream of a future Uh where we all gather together and host a real life fake award show with a green screen backdrop Mm -hmm. and special guests who are like do not even want to be there. (laughs) And it's just the worst award show. No audience. Just like at some dude's house. Oh, I was
2: imagining that the green screen is like a fake audience. audience? Oh, well, of course. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can we get a uh, chick hydrabot out? Like, I wonder how much. What is, yes. what is his appearance fee? Yes. Can we just Tell have the audience be sensors. nothing but chick hydrabots?
2: Oh
1: my god, one year okay. is we're all robot razors. <laughs> th- 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 th-
0: <laughs> I can get Rotterdam, I can get the guy who is talking oh, to him. I he god. is a friend, he will. Uh, he's not, ne- I'm never ever gonna let him forget that i mean i know uh, you know we gotta do things for money but you, i'm not letting you forget that one that's too fucking funny
1: oh, oh my
0: god fucking hydrobot embrace
1: it embrace it that's our entire award show is hydrobots present awards <laughs> <laughs> that's embrace that shit just wrap your arms oh, around it oh,
2: opties brought to you by hydrobot
1: <laughs> i think that but not even shake. just by hydrobots.
0: <laughs> I think the worst thing is that that was by far like not one of the worst things about that show. That no. by all rights that should have been the worst thing, but it wasn't even close. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh no! Oh, I
2: think no. our future is looking great, guys. <laughs> we- we're gonna make
0: this <laughs> work. But yeah, next two episodes, of the show will be you know we'll do our end of year wrap up. It's it's very laid back, very informal, but people will argue over it, so it's perfect.
1: Best boob physics go. You wanna do that? Uh, yeah, and that? it's going to go to that damn game I played where the girls chop Don't food. Spoil and... Don't spoil no, it!
2: Don't spoil it! Save it for the co-opties! Jeez,
0: no one's going to watch or, it now, or you've spoiled or it.
1: Will, or will it?
0: Ah. <laughs> All right. Best Boo Physics is now a category, folks. We're making it happen. We're going to have to come on the shortlist over that in the next week. So uh, what about our chief best... researcher, Jesse Cox, PhD, will get right on that.
1: Yes, what about best four boys in a car simulator?
0: <laughs> I... You know, I have a feeling that's that's a shoe in. Like, it's a fix. The fix is in. The noodles are boiling in the pot. Boiling, I tell you. Yeah.
2: Best game about connecting with an animal. Got it.
0: <laughs>
1: Got it. Perfect.
0: Best. I mean, just we could just go with best animal companion in a 2016 oh, game. Yeah, that would work. That best would
2: work. animal companion.
0: Yeah, there's that's, probably a few games. That's that one work, of my. But...
2: That's one of mine that I'm submitting. Yeah. I promise oh, well. that I'll actually think about it, and I won't yeah, just automatically give it to
1: Last
0: Guardian. Yeah,
1: guys, guys, I promise I'll actually think about boom physics, and I won't just <laughs> give it to Last Guardian.
0: We don't, we don't. <laughs> Can we put Last Guardian in every category, regardless of whether it should be there? <laughs> Last Guardian is in
1: every category, hands down.
0: <laughs> I did consider at one point before i realized that would be a little cliche when thinking about how to do the arbitrary award 2016 could we just have a category that is literally no man's sky and then give the award to no man's sky <laughs> best, and all the best no, no man's, man's sky. sky best, yeah, no best man's and sky. worst no man's sky <laughs> oh dear <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell uh
2: can we have one that's like uh best technological malfunction yeah like- be- best game goof. Best,
0: best ge- <laughs> game bug? Yeah. Yeah,
2: Best game bug.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we can find something like that. Uh, I've got to say, Battlefield 1 would probably be pretty high up on that list. There are some crazy things that go on with that <laughs> shit that's gone on with the airship as it crashes to the ground, and then goes, spins into a fucking tornado of blazing fire. It's like, what the? <laughs> it's the apocalypse. The Seven Seal has been broken. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yeah, we can go with that. There- there's plenty. Oh, man. Yeah, we can look at that best and worst Mm. no man's guy
2: cool great we're not going to tell you what the rest of them are because you have to come and watch you
0: won't won't come oh they'll be just as stupid (laughs) don't you
1: worry
0: don't worry guys so next two weeks i believe uh is our guest next week Uh and we don't have a guest sorted out for the week after that but we'll come up with someone that knows things about video games and can actually contribute so that'll be fun yeah very cool. I actually asked Daniel Dwyer if he wanted to come back person. and do it like last year, but apparently he's in some fancy country recording some fancy documentaries. New jet set lifestyle. Uh, but speaking of that, you have to go and watch his Doom documentaries on NoClip. They are fucking fantastic so far.
2: He's doing what he said he was gonna do with your Patreon money. Oh, yeah. it's very hella cool stuff. It's a yeah. rare
0: thing, you know. No broken promises. Come, come on along and you know, do do watch his NoClip documentaries. Is the Doom stuffs great? All right, moving back on to games that we've been playing. Can I tell uh, you the Dota... Oh, no. Okay. Dodger, what you got?
2: I was just going to say I finally played Plants vs. Zombies Heroes.
0: Yay! Ooh. Let's uh, let's let's talk about that. What do you reckon?
2: I like it. I was surprised um, because it, it took me a while to not feel like the game was a little one-sided toward the zombies.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: Because, so... I I know that TV's explained this game like wait, a
0: million
1: times. Wait, pause. Are but... you like this game is very pro zombie? <laughs> no,
2: no, no. You can you can play either. So you can oh, play yeah. as the plants, or you can play as the zombies, and it's set up the way that a lot of games are now, where it's like you have you know your minions in front of you that can be any different type of minions, but Gosh. then you have your hero, and you're trying to protect your hero. Yes. Um, so playing as the plants, I was like, okay. I, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm starting to get the feel for this. And then they're like, you can also play as the zombies if you want. So I played as the zombies, and the zombies get an extra segment of the turn order, um, which I thought was interesting. So it's like yes. the zombies play, and then the plants play, and then the zombies can use tricks, So it's almost trying to balance out the fact that the zombies got to go first and then the plants got to respond to whatever the zombies played. So then you have all of your, you know, whatever all you were able to put out on the board, and then the zombies can also play an extra card called a trick um, if they manage to draw one. And at first I was like, God, this doesn't... I don't know that this is balancing it out, though. I'm not sure, because some of those... Some of those tricks are, like, really strong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you'll find eventually that it it makes a lot more sense than it initially appears. Because I thought the same thing when I first played it. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? But in reality, the way that it works is that the zombies are actually quite restricted in what they can do in their first phase. They can only play minions in the first phase. They can't play tricks. But then they can only play tricks, but not minions. When the plants go, they can do both. Plants have tricks, too. So you can place your minions and you can play your spells, and it's I guess it's a... they
2: do count as the same thing, huh? Yeah,
0: they they do. Uh, it's it's less obvious because a trick sounds like the kind of thing that you know the evil zombie dudes would do. But no, you well, um the you know, plants have them too. So the,
2: when you're playing it, they make it seem like the the spell cards or the trick cards as a plant is like a special hero move. Like, that's kind of the way that they pitch it to you, is like, oh, you're using your hero to do this special thing. And then with the zombies, they're like, you get to play tricks now. I was like, what's, wait, are these different? They're different, right?
0: It's it's a little confusing. They are different. Yeah. Uh, the Each hero in this game has four superpowers. Mm -hmm. Because the whole idea is that these different plants and zombies have become superheroes through whatever. So, you know, you've got the, the, the big, tough, like, superhero zombie wrestler and, like, a, I am an evil uh, genius doctor zombie and all that kind of thing. And they all have four superpowers each, which are different. You start off the game with one superpower, and then every time that your armor breaks, you have three little armor pips, which sort of kick in after you've, ta- after you've been hit a certain number of times. The next hit is negated, and it draws you a superpower. From the remaining three and then you can play that super part immediately for free which can actually affect the rest of you know the game which is really interesting to me because a game like hearthstone has no player interaction between turns like when mm-hmm. it's your turn the other player can't do shit mm-hmm. but in this the, there are certain times when the player other player can respond to you uh elder scrolls legends does a similar thing with its prophecy system where you get what's called a rune break at a certain point but unless you've got super armor and it can break up to three times but it blocks an attack and then draws you the superpower but you can include in your deck regular tricks that are not superpowers superpowers come with the hero by default and don't take up a spot in your deck tricks which you can have on both plants and zombie sides just spells basically take up a space in your deck and you put them in there specifically so some of the starter decks for plants probably don't have many of those, whereas I imagine some of the starter decks for zombies do. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I I think that that system, the sort of back and forth, the phase system, makes the game very different to something like Hearthstone. It does take a bit of getting used to, I'll admit, but yeah. it's it is kind of neat, as particularly like the zombies can put some of play some of their minions inside a gravestone, which means it's not revealed what they are until oh and they pop out yeah so That's cool. yeah, yeah zombies play them in its first some of them are called gravestone zombies and it just places a gravestone in one lane it doesn't change your mana value so that you can't guess the other player can't guess what it is based on what it cost so it doesn't show you change in mana and then once the plants have played their plants the zombie from the gravestone pops out so as the zombie you kind of have to try and in many cases predict what the plant player is going to do Because you have to put your minion down before they do. But as the plant, you're like, oh, fuck. Do I put something in this gravestone lane and try and block it? Because I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some nasty fucking thing that's going to immediately kill my zombie or whatever. So there's an element of strategy there and an element of guesswork too.
2: I feel like the zombies have a lot more mobility too. It seems like there are a lot more cards that you can play or like minions that you can play that will move around depending on what the plants do.
0: To some degree. It depends on the hero. You're playing more often than not. The heroes not only have four superpowers, but they have access to, I guess, what I call two suits. You know, if you go by... I was going to call them classes,
2: but I think suits works too. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: There's like, I think six uh, per side. There's like six kinds. Like there's brainy zombies and tankies and, you know, tough zombies and all that kind of thing. And each hero has a combination of two of those suits available to them. So... In the case, like, uh, what I'm showing yourself on the screen right now, uh, Walnut, who I'm playing, has, like, the the growth plants, which are, like, these give you extra mana and stuff like that, and then has the sort of tank p- nut plants, which are, like, these are tanky Defense. and block stuff and everything. But you're right, like, a lot of the zombies do have mobility. There's a basic card, which is really good, called the zombie dog walker.
2: Yeah, all of the pet the ones pet- are yeah. great.
0: There's subclasses on subclasses in this game, which synergize, like... It's a common card game thing. to have what's called tribes. I think Magic Mm -hmm. the Gathering introduced the term, which usually means that it's got the same little piece of text on the card. And sometimes those things synergize with just like, hey, if you have... um, The classic example for Magic is slivers. It's like, if you have more than one sliver, this buffs all of the slivers. Or if you play two dragons, this does this. Mm Hearthstone has the same thing. This does two. So in particular with the pet classes, you you can summon... uh, zombie cat lady who has is, is she's zero four by default she has no attack but if you summon a pet during that term she immediately gets plus four attack for that turn only and throws cats at people
2: yeah the um the zombie dog walker you can put him wherever and then the second that a new plant is planted then the dog walker will go move into to that there. lane yes um
0: it's a it's and- a very good card in my opinion one of the best yeah
2: i love that card <laughs>
0: yeah it's really uh, strong it's only one mana it it it, it, it kind of gets around that early game problem of because it's a lane based game the zombie plays their zombie first and it's like ah, i put a zombie in this lane and then the plant's like well fuck you i'm not blocking that. i'm just going to put something in another lane then to avoid it um but he's the, like, dog- ah! <laughs> the dog walker fucks you it's like ah the dog walker just then moves over but you can also fuck with him like that too like as the plant you play multiple plants and then you can move the dog walker where you want him to be so it's kind of a double-edged sword it really
2: does feel very different from any other Plants vs Zombies game, though. Um, but it's st-
0: but do you feel I like it still it has like- the the heart of P V C in it? Like it kind of feels a bit like a tower defense game, but not.
2: That's the Absolutely. feel I got. Um, they pull enough from the goofy aesthetic of the other ones yeah. that you definitely feel like you're playing a Plants vs Zombies game, just in a just in a different mechanical frame, and. Uh, i i think that it's super fun
0: yeah i've enjoyed it a lot there's a lot of single player content jen plays a bunch of it and she's not really a big competitive matchmaking kind of person mostly with like hearthstone as well she only played like the adventures and stuff and maybe the brawl but she's played a bit online but she's played a bunch of the quests and um i know for when the games the games went red thing for a week for aids awareness they went red and they did a what they called a red alert quest where you had like five quests that you know were all single play and had a little bit of a story to them and you can earn a ton of cards that way too again i think the business model is a lot fairer than a lot of the card games that are out there it's certainly much cheaper i almost have all the cards and i you know i've put some money into it i probably pull about 60 in whereas to get all the cards of a set in hearthstone it's more like 200 300 you know it's rough um and there's there's a couple of balance issues some of the legendary cards are very strong although a lot of them are very expensive to play as well so it's not too big a deal but you can get you know your starter stuff is very easy you're constantly earning currency to get new card packs and they also as i mentioned i think in previous shows give you the ability to buy different card packs that will have either guaranteed specific cards that you need in them or like for a hero or if like i just want plants I just only want to play plants. Then you can get a pack that only gives you plants then. So you're not worried about that. And there's all sorts of deals on a daily basis. So it's nice. You know, It's one of my big surprises of the year to me because I thought when I first saw this, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, why would they, what what are they doing? They're just like going after like either the Hearthstone trend or it actually even looked a bit like Clash Royale to me. I'm like, what are you doing with this? And then I played it. I was like, this is one of the most fun CCGs I've played in ages and it feels fresh. Yeah, it kept
2: me very entertained on the plane. I was like, TB said this is fun. Maybe I'll try it out. And I got super hooked on it. It's really, really fun.
0: Yeah, it it really is. And it just feels different enough. And it's got so so much charm to it, you know? Yeah. It's just like, how many more zombie types can you come up with? And then you see the fucking zombie in the hot dog costume pop up, and he (laughs) looks ridiculous. It's like, zombie hot, hot dog mascot. I'm like really <laughs> it's yeah they go you know there's the zombie walrus rider is awesome there are different zombie riders the zombie walrus rider can go in the water lane and he's awesome and there's, there's like a lo-
2: ripped viking zombie that's yeah. a uh it's a legendary i think that was pulled on me during the campaign and i was like what the fuck is
3: this
0: yeah there's um there's a opera singing zombie like a kind of valkyrie opera singing zombie like the big fat uh a very stereotypical cartoon oh, oh, oh kind of zombie yeah uh zombie zombie disco dancers that summon zombie backup dancers that all dance in sync
2: i use the shit out of those those are good yeah, uh
0: I love there's all there's all they're so there's it's so fun and like visually fun and colorful and really well animated and shit like that mm-hmm. I. Yeah, it is on Android and iOS. And of course, you can play it on PC if you download the BlueStacks Android virtual machine app, which is free. You can play it on that. Like, give it a shot. And other people put off by free-to-play games on mobile because a lot of them are really, really predatory. But this one isn't. Mm. It's not. It's good. It's really fun. And I'm going to keep fucking telling you this until you believe me. I'm, on, Speaking... I'm an advocate for this game now.
2: Speaking of getting all the things in a game... Overwatch holiday skins are out, and they're there so. They are. God.
0: <laughs> there are some goodens, though. I got to admit, some like... really,
2: really cute ones. The Nutcracker Zenyatta is so quality. Out of all of them, I think that's the one where I was like, "What the? Fuck?
0: That is like, awesome! Well, it's please great." Please tell butts. me, yeah, Force has got to have done of it. Of course he did. It's like I-, I was like, right, where am I going to show footage of this? Ah, I bet Force has done ah, a video on it. Got it. Of course, force, yeah, of course, of course. Of force he uh, did. Of yeah, force he of did. Force did that. <laughs> yep, he became an Overwatch channel because he knows where the money is, rightfully so. Here's
1: here's the crazy thing, and this is, I had an epiphany today, and I think this is one of those, like, I was forced to have it because I can't actively buy you those right it. You are forced to have it? Ha ha! Damn, you force. Um, no, Because I, I can't play the game right now, I think the only reason why I i had this thought was because i can't just buy these immediately but i was like i bought all those fucking skins from halloween and i don't think i use one of them now maybe (laughs) god damn it and i was like oh i would never like this would be cool to play with now but i never use them again meanwhile i'm like i really wish i could log in and get those skins because i got a bunch (laughs) of around i just want to fucking buy them
0: that that's a weird thing about like selling skins kind of as microtransactions, isn't it that once you have your new favorite, the one that you bought previously, you're probably never using it again. Yeah, like I, I wish it had a random skin option where it'll just like, because uh, Dota, Dota has been doing that for a while because it realised.
2: Sorry, Oh, going. it's so
0: good, isn't it? The little Tracer elf's pretty good, too. You uh, the know Zinata his gun, Roadhog's
1: gun, is a gift from Junkrat. From
2: Junkrat, it says from Junkrat on it. <laughs>
0: Yeti Winston, that's that's good there as the well. The Yeti Winston's my favorite
1: one. That thing that's, looks
0: amazing. I'm, I'm interested to see what his weapon looks like, because that's one thing I don't think they show for most of these characters here. More often than not, when you buy a legendary skin, it changes the way the weapon looks. There's your Zindiata, your Nutcracker Zindyatta. That's really cool. So I'm more okay. interested in what the weapon looks like than what the others look like but yeah it 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 would uh a while ago realized that people were collecting like a bunch of skins for wards and stuff like that and we're like well i've got a skin for wards now why would i need any more but so they put in a random selector option so and it's the same with couriers as well so i've got like 16 different kinds of couriers or whatever so every time i go in game and buy a courier it'll randomly select a skin for me so then there's a reason to have a collection so, may- if they don't already have this in Overwatch, which I don't think they do, maybe they should go with that. So, picks a random one every match.
1: I think the problem though with that is that everyone has their waifu, and then their waifu is perfected with a skin, and mm-hmm. it's like, like for me, I the Halloween skin of Farah um, is like legit my favorite skin. Like that, like flying demon suit thing is awesome looking, and I, I need nothing else for that character ever again for the rest of this game. Like, but nothing else...
2: But it's not about that, right? It's about collecting all of the skins. And uh, I that's, think Overwatch...
1: That's the problem. It is for Sam.
0: Strip goes crazy on that shit, I've He noticed. does, Yeah, because, yeah.
2: like, we were talking about it. The way that they display all of your stuff feels really satisfying. Like, to look at a character and see that you have everything for a character is like,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> I don't get that I feel, don't know but... that
2: feeling because I don't buy a hundred boxes at yes,
1: a Yes, I... Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't... I see I have what is known as uh, wow itis where you realize <laughs> after 11 years that you'll never have anything and no matter how hard you try you will always be behind so unless you want to throw money at it till you win I can't you learn a hard lesson one day it's gonna hit Sam and it's gonna be like I own a bunch of skins in a game I don't play anymore and it'll crush him deep inside it'll I don't crush think so
2: I don't think it will
1: oh it will yeah. He just wanted, <laughs> he's just he will he'll, he'll never express it to you because he keeps it bottled up but when he goes on that killing mm-hmm. spree that'll be the reason why
0: yeah this will bring that'll back be... the good old loot box debate it's like why does blizzard get away with doing the microtransactions in a full price game and nobody else does like well actually Nothing I think
2: customized is they're not necessary for the
0: yeah this is the argument i keep making and some people like and like, that doesn't matter it's like it does to me Right, yeah, it makes it a to me. big difference to me i got no problem with like i don't is,
2: need any of that also, shit. i just
0: it's want fucking it post-launch content you're not entitled to shit after the game has been released other than bug fixes and balance updates
1: you don't even have to put the costumes like they look cool but they do, like you're fucking first person view you don't see that shit till the yeah. end of the game anyway so what the hell do you care
0: yeah i mean I it's know. i i think that's it's, it's much much better and i guess you know it's a lesser of evils argument but yeah, you know, Blizzard probably doesn't need money to keep that g- game running right now. But we had this weird issue with StarCraft where a significant portion of the community were quite literally begging Blizzard to put microtransactions in it because they are worried eventually. And they, they did, the... and they did, they did them. Yeah, they did. Uh, and this announcer packs—you know, probably the best things they've done are announcer packs. I think the Alarak one is so good. The Diva ones annoying as fuck. Don't even. Terrible idea. <laughs> uh, but they put—they just put Nova in. And they've, they're adding that new commander Stukov to the co-op. That's another way they're monetizing it. But it's because people were worried about the future of the game, and it's because it had been out for five or six years. And they're like, oh, Blizzard, please don't pull people off the project. But if you think about it, you've got to pay those devs, and if the game's not making money anymore, then that's going to become a problem. So yeah. I'm I have no problem with things like loot boxes coming in and you know, cosmetic skins being sold generally, as long as they're not day one, you know, as long as it's post-launch, as long as it... I think that's a fair way to keep monetizing the game going forward. And you keep the important content free, like maps and characters.
1: Devil's advocate for a little bit of this. Go for it. The the loot box they made for the Olympics event was bullshit. That was a cheap loot box. That was a, like... You can only get it through these loot boxes and you can't use the currency you have already to buy these things.
2: Right, so that was super
0: bad. That was That's the main problem. It, it's the randomness element was too much there. Mm-hmm. And there's, there should always be an option to just buy the thing outright with something, either real currency or the in-game currency you've earned and not put yourself up to the mercies of chance. And here's an interesting piece of the news that came out last couple of days China is actually going to force games that use loot box systems to list the odds Whoa. of getting stuff.
2: Interesting.
0: Which is a very pro-consumer move. Although <laughs> they kind of, uh, you know, I was thinking, yeah, go China. And there's just been a piece of news a few hours ago that they're going to make streaming unapproved games illegal from January. It's like, oh, go China. Oops. Oh, China. Oh, dear. Oh, that's China. That's actually going to be a really big deal because the Chinese streaming scene is massive. Right now, we just got a Chinese broadcaster for Shoutcraft Kings and they gave the numbers like, yeah, we got 20,000 people watching your tournament. Like, when we first broadcast, like, you what? Like, that's as much as we had English speaking. That's a big fucking deal. And that's only for Starcraft. If there's other games, League of Legends and a lot of mobile games that are fucking massive in China. So that 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 rule is going to really fuck people over. It's it, basically there's going to be a pre-approved set of games, which means that like you know games that are not considered wholesome or whatever are actually going to become illegal. I was going to stream. say standard, standard
2: uh, China, st- awful yeah, mora-
0: morality police shit. Um, it's like oh dear God, that's that's rough for them. Here's here,
1: question follow-up question on that. Sure, yeah, If China has a set of games that are china approved and china's market is growing rapidly and there's a lot of money there it's a big how deal. many game companies do you think are going to be like oh well let's figure out what china wants and make our
0: games geared toward that audience. they already i mean this is something hollywood's already doing i don't know if you've oh, yeah. noticed yeah. the amount of the kind of chinese fan service that's been in very recent movies um uh independence day is a great example the new independence day had. it's like yeah we're Not only we're going to make it out that, you know, it was very uh, China's contribution to the previous war effort was really important, Uh, even though they weren't in that movie at all. all, uh, There was an element of that in Pacific Rim, although they sort of subverted it by, spoiler alert, having the Chinese guys run. Let's just say they ran into a bit of trouble. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to spoil that movie for you. If you haven't seen it, go fucking watch this. What the hell are you doing in Pacific Rim? Yeah, chat's
1: right with Transformers.
0: Um, Transformers had it, yeah. Shit, uh, this new
1: movie, The Wall, is literally, like, get every A-list Hollywood actor we can and then throw them in, like, ancient China and pay for it with all the Chinese government money we can. Like,
0: Yeah, uh, uh-huh. although that's that's fine by me. I mean, I watched Redcliffe, which was one of the most it's expensive amazing. Chinese movies ever. It's a fucking amazing. Uh, was it The Martian that's, like, uh, the Chinese government? It was only the Chinese Saves government's the launcher that saved the day. Mm-hmm. They do put that stuff in because Hollywood has realized there's now a big, massive audience in China. So they're pandering to them oh, a yeah. bit.
2: Yeah, that's why. I mean, people constantly talk about franchises that get more and more and more movies, and you're like, how do they keep making these movies when no one here watches it? It's China. because it's China not does. about us, guys. It's yeah. about China because yeah. they fucking love they, those
0: ooh. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, been in Doctor Strange was like that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't. i I don't personally mind like hell you know hollywood's been pandering to different countries particularly america (laughs) for fucking ever you know oh no hollywood's uh playing nice with china and not insulting them constantly and making them the enemy how terrible
2: oh no (laughs)
0: oh no could we do that with russia now could we you know could we stop pretending that we're not all on the same planet and kind of have to get along russians
2: are always the bad guys and Uh, they're also always always the mob always.
3: always Always.
0: Although I'll give credit to the original Independence Day. They uh you know, they they uh, bigged up the Russian contribution to the war effort, you know, in the big scene where they're going around the world saying, We're ready to go. Although they did have the Soviet March music in the background. It's like, God damn it, guys, <laughs> come on. It's like we are evil grim, Russia. Da, 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 da. Also, uh,
1: also let's make note that every time there's a space movie, the Russians always the one who's like, I've been in space fifty years and I can figure this shit out. Every well, the time fucking right. always the Russian.
0: You know, their 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 fucking capsule is incredibly safe and very reliable, and they're the only ones launching manned missions right now. So give them fucking credit for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. How did we
2: get here? What I happened? I uh, what we, we're, we're, we're
0: we're talking China. about video like, games. Yeah, China Overwatch and loot boxes specifically. The the new legislation live in China streaming. and live streaming. Yes. Right. Um So yeah, that, that that became a thing for whatever reason. It's just you know I I find that a kind of interesting topic uh, uh, because China's become such a very important market now in in video games and for movies and we're seeing some really great chinese indie development as well as i said icy is a chinese developed game and it's fucking awesome great uh, a, a very interesting game very well written game coming from an unexpected place the more different countries make games the better it is there was a rpg earlier this year that was south african developed i believe yeah One that's of the first, a very fun game as well it's uh, like how do you pronounce the name dragon of it dragon ball z uh, orion orion yes yeah oh, orion. that's right yeah, and it, it incorporates a lot of uh, African folklore and things like that. Which straight up, you know, same argument I made. Why, you know, people are like why is uh, witches so white? Because it's all about Slavic folklore and yeah. what they're used to, and that's a very homogeneous country. Uh, and that's good. That's diversity, right there. You know, that the same. That is diversity. Not not. You know, I don't want to go too far into that fucking topic because it's annoying as shit. But you know, ticking boxes and just including everyone is not necessarily diversity. Representing what your country's folklore is, and having diverse a diverse selection of games that all come from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's that's and cool diversity. I like that.
1: Spoiler: You should play both of those games. They're totally different. Yeah. But tell stories that you're, are very compelling in different ways. Yeah. So stop complaining, internet, and go
0: experience things, you bums. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, should do that. Can I now tell you the Dota story from last night?
2: Please do, all because right. I've I've been hearing bits and pieces mm-hmm. of Dota drama.
0: Oh and my.
2: I just wanna I just wanna hear it all.
0: Uh, it's kinda of why I wanted period on the show this week, but he actually has not even had a chance to play it. I think he just came back from a another country, so like he's like, Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Okay, so I haven't played Dota in like over a year, uh, probably maybe or closer to two. And it's you know, it's a very hard game. Always been a very hard game. And that's the appeal of it to a lot of people. It's a great game. But the bit there's been a big update. So the way that the updates work in dodo is they're always like decimal updates like 6.93 6.94 when there is a non-decimal update like 6.0 or 7.0 that means like seismic changes to the game the right. last update that was 6.0 I think was almost a decade ago and it was to the Warcraft 3 mod I think I could yep. be completely <laughs> either that also, you know I, I I could be completely wrong on that but it was a huge update. It added a shit ton of heroes. It completely changed massive aspects of the game. So 7.0 comes along, and yeah, that that also makes some huge changes. It only adds one hero, uh, Monkey King, but it does massively change almost every other hero in the game, like reworks a ton of stuff, reworks the map, does a whole bunch of other stuff. So... It's been a big deal. When it was announced a few days ago, people went crazy as a result. So now it's out. And it obviously has caused some consternation because when you change something, people are going to get mad. Uh, One of the big inclusions was that they decided to include on top of what they already have, a talent system. That's a little bit like Heroes of the Storm. Okay. So when you hit level 10, 15, 20, and 25, you can pick one of two mutually exclusive talents. And they're strong. It's on top of all the other stuff. Like, they still have... You still buy stuff like you do. You still have the regular economy. They haven't taken everything out like Hots did, but they added it. They thought, you know what? We're going to do this. And they got rid of something called um, dumping stats, which is instead of every level picking a skill to upgrade, you are able to pick uh just plus two to all stats instead which was kind of it's a it's a massive like throwback to the warcraft 3 mod it's a yeah. very old mechanic and it was sort of it was in dota 2 because it was in dota 1 and honestly it's been one of the more boring mechanics in my opinion for a while so they got rid of that and they said we're gonna do talents instead and they're some of them are very powerful uh I, I played a game last night and this will i'll tell you the main story of this right now because it gets ridiculous and it reminded me of why i stopped playing dota but hey and i got talents and i was doing really badly because i haven't played in ages playing witch doctor who's a support hero i was dying a lot so i got a talent that was i was basically a shit a talent it's like oh you're really bad uh this talent gives you 20 percent extra xp it's like cool i'm gonna pick this I and catch up that was neat and then there was another one it's like minus 35 seconds respawn time i'm dying a lot i'm gonna pick that one but of course if you're not dying a lot maybe you'll pick the other one so that'll be a bit better. And it the, some of them are very potent. They're they're big power increases in many ways. And then some of them are weirdly shit, but because I guess they just haven't balanced them yet. The uh I think the the meme right now is plus six to treants or something that is not <laughs> okay. that's fuck all, apparently. But anyway. That's in, they've changed like the way the map is. They've moved Roshan, who is the big boss character, which actually completely changes the game because fighting over him is a big deal. They've put these, um, they've put what are basically moon wells around the map, kind of like Hots, mm-hmm. but they work a bit differently. They have a much longer cooldown and they're sort of an area heal. So really you've got to kind of gather your team around it and then you hit the moon well. Uh, there's also one in the, there's a couple in the base and things like that. Uh, so they're dotted around the map and they also have bounty runes which are dotted around the map, which spawn every couple of minutes, and they give you a nice little chunk of experience and gold. So that's it's really changed the, the game completely. Huge, huge, big deal. So mm. I'm like, cool. you know, And they've redone the UI and everything, so they've made things work a lot better. They've taken out a lot of the clunky shit. It's easier to level skills up now. It's just one click. You don't have to hotkey or anything. Go but to the game. Y- hmm? g-
2: games are taking forever, though, right?
0: Yeah, so... The issue and the problem with my anecdote is that I only played one game and it ended up being 107 minutes long, which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, But there's going to be a lot of inconsistency in reports, you know, because not everyone's going to have a super long game. The question is whether or not the patch caused games to get on average longer and whether or not that's just going to even out. Is it because people are, they don't know how to play? Yeah. So they can't close the game out because they don't know how to play the new map properly and do it as efficiently as possible? Is it because they want to get to level 25 to get their talents? Because a lot of games would usually finish before level 25. Is it Are they deliberately holding back to do that? Are they holding back to buy some of the brand new expensive items? Is that why? Do they want to experiment with those so they're not closing the game out? And stuff like that. Uh, there are other things like, because of those moon wells, the shrines getting onto the high ground into the enemy base could be more difficult because the defender's advantage may have grown as a result of that. We don't really know yet. It's going to take a while to figure that out. And I had a game that was 107 minutes and it was fucking miserable. Uh, we Dota has a decent comeback potential, but the fallacy is assuming that that comeback potential can be properly utilized in pubby groups that don't communicate well with each other. In competitive, high-level games, that comeback potential is amazing because it makes for great esports. But in yeah. pubby games, in lower ranks, solo MMR, you know, the gutter tier kind of stuff, that comeback potential isn't realized. So what ends up happening is you're losing and you lose for 40 straight minutes. And you can never realize the comeback because you're that never sucks. coordinated enough to that do sucks. it. That sucks. And this happened to us. We got... Our arse is handed to us in pretty much all lanes. And we were in our base for 40 minutes, defending our base. Jesus. And they couldn't break us, but we couldn't make a play that would wipe enough of their team out to actually go and kill them. And bear in mind, Dota 2 has buyback. So they had a ton of money because they had full control of the map for an hour. So even when we did kill three of them, they all bought back instantly into the game which you can only do that every once in a while. There's a big cooldown on it. But it's like, fuck, that was our big play. Like, this is never going to happen again because we're all shit. But yeah. we, our big play resulted in nothing other than losing money. So we're like, ah, oh, fucking hell. So we're just defending, 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 defending. And of course, you don't want to quit the game because you end up getting a loser's penalty and you can end up in low priority queue. There's a big punishment for it. It was miserable. It was fucking... Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, it's I would, not. I
2: would have started trying to play the game a little bit worse at a certain point
1: oh i would have fed i would have been
0: out there like yeah. yo was kill like, me probably you probably you for please that.
2: just take the goddamn base and yeah. end suffering
0: legit. you can legitimately report people for deliberately feeding and that if you get put in low priority queue not only does that mean it can take 20 minutes to get a game you get put in with all the trolls who also got dumped in low priority queue no. so it's a really unpleasant experience you don't want to be in low prior at all so, but I just, I came back like, this all sounds great. These changes are great. I lo- I like a lot of this, but oh my God, the reason I stopped playing Dota for the most part is how long this takes. There's no surrender button. There's never been a surrender button. Really? No, They because they believe <laughs> that there's always the opportunity what for a the comeback. Fuck? There's no vote for concede because uh, they believe that that would cause people, it's like, oh God, we're losing. So let's just vote for concede, guys. Fuck this. They want people to try and come back
1: what if what if they just said you know what if the game's over an hour you can do it now <laughs> what are was, those was that'll that? be all right what maybe that that's a good thing <laughs> that
0: yeah. might be okay just a yeah. big old
2: thing pops up then people would get angry too that <laughs> yeah. thing pops up at an hour being like are you done yet do you <laughs> want to end this and the I'm risk like, of
0: oh, the it is, is that a guy is like, "Oh, I've been in this for too long, but we still have a very good chance of winning." Votes concede because he's run out of time, and then ends the game for people that don't want it. But the thing is, like, you gotta like get four or five, um, like people to vote for that you anyway. Have
2: majority vote anyway.
0: Yeah, so it's actually not really a big deal. But I, there's the concern that if you get a like three people who are in the same group in there and they all vote together, that that could be fuck people over. I don't think that's a big deal. Still, the majority vote should fucking matter, surely. Yeah. It's like, it's surely the majority's uh, enjoyment in a team game should be the priority. But as you can see in chat, there are people like, this game should never have conceded ever. Like, people <laughs> are very, very what hardcore about that.
1: If, what if instead of concede, it was like, you could have played two games instead of this one if you just had lost already, dummy?
0: I could have played four <laughs> games of HOTS. Yeah, <laughs> I could have easily, maybe five. Five games of HOTS, possibly. <laughs> uh in the time that it took me and yeah, no TV i'm afraid that one game of dota
3: garbage
2: to yeah what one, one
0: game of one game of 70 minute dota is five times as enjoyable as heroes of the storm so it all evens out no sorry it's not i don't like heroes of the storm as much as i like dota but it's not that different in terms <sighs> of the level of enjoyment i'll play a lesser game if i can get five times as many games out of it fuck you <laughs> that's that's ridiculous i could have got 20 games of clash royale in for fuck's sake. Alright. Uh, yeah it's it's too much um we'll see well i we'll see how it goes the next few weeks maybe i just don't play for the next few weeks let people kind of learn and let it even out a bit and then go back in and then mm-hmm. play it but i've actually started playing starcraft 2 again on ladder and the benefit of that is you can surrender whenever you want you only have yourself to blame for a loss they actually patched starcraft 2 quite recently they made some big changes to it that have freshened the ladder up quite a lot so i went back and played terran battlecruisers are good now it's great they have a warp <laughs> ability you can literally warp in a fleet of battle cruisers on top of someone's army and just go fuck you or you can warp <laughs> them out when they take too much damage it's so like we're gonna kill you battlecruiser no you're fucking not i just teleported it away fuck you awesome so, yeah there's, there's some neat stuff in that uh so i've been playing a bunch of that as well
1: i need to go back and finish the last nova mission oh my god mm-hmm. i haven't played it okay, yet okay,
0: right, done Got to get that finished. Uh, I, I might go back to co-op in 3.9. I really like the idea of Stukov. He can summon the Apocalypse. <laughs> it's a <laughs> giant ultralisk that he strapped Terran guns to. <laughs> and he Perfect. has, and he can also Perfect. summon the the Alexander or uh, whatever. It's is a uh, infested battle cruiser, super battle cruiser. Like, yeah, that's that's neat. Uh, so nice. and his walking infested bunker and shit and. It's pretty horrific like one of his main buildings is like you infest a colony and it just keeps spawning zombie infested innocent people that yep. go and go in droves and die for you i'm like oh <laughs> shit uh should i be doing this yes <laughs> apparently stukov is out today very cool I should, yeah three yep. nine's out cool i should try it excellent give that a shot nice uh yeah so those, those were certainly video games uh we need to we need Listen, a, those are
2: those were video those games. were yeah. those uh, one of them
0: games. was just a too long of a video game i think <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. uh let's take a break when we come back uh we're skipping releases because it's just a bunch of shit we'll talk Yeah. Get fucked. we are going to talk a bit about we have a new con- new controversy of bullshit but we're going to talk about twitch chat a bit we were talking about this before the show and uh, there, you there was guys! Yep, yeah, somebody <laughs> stirring the pot again, because that's Aww. what games journalism is. Uh, we, As people that actually stream that know what they're talking about, we're going to talk a little bit about that and a few other things. So we're back after the break, folks. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. <sighs> Don't go anywhere. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional uh, Podcast. So let's dive right into this discussion topic. <laughs> the uh, flare-ups tend to happen every time we see... A website make a questionable claim, especially when they don't seem to fully understand the subject. Uh, your Boo Strip was not happy about this particular article. Uh,
2: a lot of people weren't because, no. you know, blanket statements.
0: Yes, blanket <laughs> statements, clickbait bullshit. Uh, uh, this is the same website, I think, a couple of days ago. Quite literally quoted a copy copypasta about Dota 2 and state quoted quote it as fact claiming that so that was actually someone's opinion of it but i don't know it's it, it, dumb as fuck uh anyway the c- the article was called Twitch releases new tool to fix their awful chat uh which was a pretty stupid name for an article because that is a p- very blanket statement that uh oh, twitch chat is fucking terrible always blah, 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 blah. and that if anything that's a that's a more meme than fact at this point We joke a lot about that, but I think it's a very unfair broad stroking.
2: Yeah, the actual article is about the fact that um, there are a lot of third-party bots that you can have in your chat to help you moderate, and Mm -hmm. Twitch has developed their own just already inside of the system, which is yeah. So you don't
0: need to grab another one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, and so the article itself talks about you know the bot, but also makes really weird like i don't even know how to put it there's there's just a lot of statements in there that are not grounded in fact at all about the way that that works
0: not (laughs) a single one of them is backed up with a a fact i I, bear in mind this article has been edited and changed several times uh so of
1: course because that's the internet you can do that
0: yeah, yeah, which is a bit of a problem. the The biggest update at the bottom was, uh, yeah. So the article uh, originally said that Twitch chat was universally awful, but a number of Twitch streamers have pointed out that some aren't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw. No that. No shit. Like, <laughs> All right. Maybe
0: don't don't claim that your art. Don't claim in your article that everything, every universal single one is, is bad. Not, there's no such thing as universal anything. Come on, that's uh, int-
1: Universal Soldier. Oh,
0: all right, all right. I'll give you that one.
1: All right. Shout out to Van Dam, wherever you are, bro. you were my you were <laughs> Universal Soldier my own, Universal too, Soldier. though. Was we shit. We think of you every day.
0: We do. So that you know that that was that was bullshit. I mean, you know, it's just a sh- it's a shitty little opinion piece presenter's news, basically. Uh, but there was some really questionable stuff in there. Like, and this is still in the article, by the way. In brackets, how many times have you seen Twitch chatter spam things like? And I'm not going to say it on air for obvious reasons. It's the N-word, but he spelled it out with a one and a three in it. One. That, uh, to quote some famous that's fellow whose name weird. I've forgotten. Dickhead, you just made me say the word in my head. You made me think that. That's bullshit. You don't get to do that. Either, you know, say N-word or post the whole thing. Also, don't who the, f- the bad That person? never
2: happens. It's already in the blacklist that's inside of Twitch. That has been inside of Twitch forever. Yeah,
0: the article totally doesn't happens. recognize that. Yeah, it totally doesn't acknowledge that Twitch has had a word blacklist for years, and the blacklist is opt-out, not opt-in. So, that word, that N-word in particular, is completely blacklisted, and who the fuck uses Leetspeak anymore? What in the hell? Are you kidding me? No! It's not cool anymore, guys. We don't- Mm. I don't use Leetspeak. How many times have I seen- and, and what's worse is it says it spam things like it. So it indicates that a bunch of people do it at the same time. No! Not only do, does this barely ever happen, a- answering the question, how many times have I seen them spam it? Never. How many times have I seen someone say it in some form? Very rarely, actually. Yeah. Even in the worst streams. Very, very rarely.
2: It's just, it's bizarre because I think a lot of people... Like we jokingly say, Twitch chat is awful. Am uh, I right? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like if you go to a tournament and there are shitloads of people in there and it's mostly unmoderated, yeah, it turns into a shit show.
0: Yeah, and that's not just in- a tournament. That's literally any chat ever over a certain number is gonna get harder to manage. Mm-hmm.
2: And for the most part, if you go into a person's chat who streams often. They have moderators. They uh-huh. have rules. There's a system set up. Like yeah. all of us have chat systems that work for us. Not yeah. me. I don't exactly. here's the thing. You know what, not Jesse. Never mind.
1: No, <laughs> no, but, but, but this goes back to the point. I don't got shit. I don't have a mod. I have nothing. Literally no one talks like that in any of my, no one, no one. Turns out people are respectful of shit sometimes. And it's just when, if it's a large stream, of course you're going to have people go there and be assholes because there's 60,000 people watching them be assholes. That's it.
0: That's all there is to it. Yeah. And people tend to bandwagon when that happens as well, you know, because it's it's sort of mob mentality where they'll see someone else behaving like that. So they think they're kind of just like, oh, to I could get away
2: with this. Yeah. Yeah. There's,
0: there's also another point that barely comes up ever, which is the idea, the concept of shitposting. Is something that the media doesn't understand at all. Like, this also very the media true. takes everything one hundred percent seriously. As in, if anything was posted, like this person really believes this, really. Oh, you know, someone said this. I, uh, I mean, hell, the media aren't the only people to do it. Fucking people on uh, a certain forum got upset when. Uh, we were watching the Champions of Fire tournament from Amazon, that ridiculous mobile game tournament that they brought some streamers to play. And I was in uh, Northern Lions chat, shitposting, like making jokes at people's expense. And it's like, I know all of the people that I was making the jokes about, you know, they're, they're friends, it was banter, basically, shitposting. But some people thought I was serious. And it's like, right. no, no, not at all. Uh, the media should fucking know better that people do post random shit that they don't believe and know saying something if you don't believe it is not the same as saying it if you believe it. it it's to me you know there's a massive difference in intent and intent does fucking matter
2: but intent is also almost impossible to read over the internet sometimes it is
0: which is maybe why you yeah. should give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. No,
2: no, don't take it that no, far. TV. I'm the,
1: I'm the, I'm the exact opposite. Good face. Like if, if you're shit posting at me, I know you're most likely giggling as you're typing. And you don't really mean it, but I'm gonna shit post the fuck back, you little asshole. Oh, like yeah. I live. I'm not like you didn't get under my skin, but boy do I enjoy trying to get under yours. Like knowing that you're after me, I'm like, yo, let's- Jesse's the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. I yeah. I'm like, you want to play a game, eh? Let's play a game. Like that's, that's the internet. Like spoiler alert. People write shit just because they think it's going to be funny Yeah, without with zero emotion, zero Mm -hmm. emotion. So don't get like, oh, they're really worked up or Jesse, why are you so upset? Like, I'm not, I'm just literally sitting here sipping tea. Like, oh, this is a joy, right? It's, I mean, that's what it is. You can't put intent behind people's words. Like you just can't.
0: No, on the internet, it's, it's impossible to judge it. And in some cases, there are definitely still things that you could say that it, it's not so important what your intent is because they're like just so horrible because of right. like the effect that it might have you know but you go and tell someone to kill yourself it's like well i didn't mean it like yeah but you, you still tell someone to kill well, that's, themselves. i mean like, there's
1: a i think that's the difference is there is like shit posting and then there's saying things that someone in your life told you like hey like never told you like hey dumbass don't tell someone to ever go kill them it's like that's fucking stupid like yeah. that's not even funny on the internet that's like like, that's fucking rude and gross and you're an ass for doing it don't do that like, you can just tell someone like hey there uh boob tits go work out asshole like that all right i get like that's cute but don't be like go don't go, go out. tell people that don't listen to jesse's no, advice right no no
0: do that <laughs> like, to there's
3: a that there's difference between know, like but, but twitter and fucking
1: there are two levels there are two levels of like uh, there's like an attack because I'm a little shitlord who lives at home and I fucking have nothing better to do with my time. Versus like, hey, go commit suicide because I hate you. Like, that's two levels of, of stuff. And one of those is inappropriate and the other one's just mean,
0: and, right? There's... there's a huge difference, I think, as well between directing something at somebody via a medium like Twitter, where you have to specifically say, at this person I'm targeting, you know, it's a targeted insult yeah. or harassment. And Twitch chat, which is just a maelstrom of like generally directionless shit, you know, Mm -hmm. that that is completely different. You you do get people that will post dumb shit in chat and they certainly don't mean it and it's not targeting anybody and it's really effectively harmless. But even then, like even in the situation where chat is bad, the dumb thing about this article is that it broad strokes the whole thing and completely ignores the point that if you get... A ton of people especially anonymous people in the same place and you don't moderate it then of mm. course it's going to turn into a shit show and twitch chat is no worse than any other big chat that does that it's just it's one of the only places where you can have that many people in the same room in a live environment mm. have you ever been in a sports crowd at no. all you ever gonna oh, see a football out game? Of control. <laughs> There are people that say really shitty things. Uh, you know, I've been to WWE shows, and there's people who have said really shitty things. I was like, well, that sucks, but you know, it's a big crowd, and shit can get bad sometimes. It's because you feel like you're part of a mob, and you're sort of emboldened by that. Yeah. Uh, In some br-
2: countries, people stab each other over football games.
0: Uh huh. The, the there's been- <laughs> Shit it- gets entire crowds of people shouting racist shit at black footballers you know those are the kind of things that can happen that are far more severe than this and nobody goes and says all football crowds are awful you know this is all terrible no they don't say that they say okay there was a there was an incident and that sucked and we need to handle this yeah and this
2: person really sucks
0: yeah and they happen to be a specific game (laughs) so yeah it no, I'm sorry. That like all of Twitch chat is not shit. That's nonsense. It's an insult to all of the people that do this on a professional level. It's certainly ridiculous to suggest that we don't have moderators or rules or we all have our different ways of managing it. Because just... of the size of my stream, I go sub only because I got like sub, uh, ten 000 to thirty thousand people watching. It just makes the chat easier to read, in my opinion, and I don't have any like volunteer moderators really whereas you guys Mm -hmm. are volunteer mods you sometimes go sub only if it gets a little bit spammy there are solutions we have had a bunch of ways to handle this Mm -hmm. for actually quite some time none of which seem to ever be mentioned in these this is it
2: it just just information about the fact that twitch has had an optional blacklist on like, very specific words for a long time and that you can add to that list inside mm-hmm. of Twitch and have been able to for a very long time. Yeah. That's one of the big things that bothers me in this article. I'm like, you didn't even
0: research! <laughs> no, because you know, a Twitch stream, you don't know what you're doing. Like you writing about something you don't understand.
1: This goes back to the whole idea that everything we talk about now, everything, doesn't matter what subject, is the result of someone saw a crazy person say something and then uh. responded to that craziness. So this yeah. was like, I watched a Twitch chat where someone was using bad language and now I'm going to write an article on it. Like, oh my God, stop, stop this shit. You have to stop. This is too much. It's too much.
0: It's it's hard because it's not, I mean, there's a couple of different situations. Like there's the, uh, let, let's remember that uh, if we remember the whole, there is a, a a bunch of white supremacists that don't want a black stormtrooper. Like, uh, that never happened. Like, that was three trolls on Twitter, and then the, everything else was people responding to those trolls telling them that they're stupid. There was not a giant white supremacist revolt on social media about that. But then, because that gets picked up by articles, and the fucking news reports on Twitter apparently more than anything else these days. It's like, yeah. someone said something on social media. Did they really? Cool. Uh, right. So a few people said some shit on social media. Did they take to the streets? Was it a 10,000 man riot that resulted in deaths? Like, did they go burning buildings down? No, I mean, someone said something mean on Twitter at some point in a 140 yeah. character throwaway with a random fucking, probably egg account. That this account is three minutes old and said something shitty. This is the news now. It's like congratulations, you just gave a platform and a megaphone to an idiot, and you let them spread their message. Well done.
1: Remember the good old days when we ignored assholes? Remember that when someone said something stupid? Oh my god, that that was a good time, Dodger. That was you missed out. You missed out when people said something crazy. You were like, all right, and you went somewhere else because that person was a lunatic. Now we retweet them.
0: Cool. Yeah, the, the problem is some people will say hey you're being hypocritical because you're kind of doing the same thing because of these stupid articles it, the problem is like we're talking about people that write articles on a site that has an audience that actually has some power and presence, so we're not talking about random people on social media, uh, if, if a gaming website one of the more prominent gaming websites says the Twitch chat is awful then some people are going to believe them and some people, you've got to respond to that, It's the last year in particular has been ridiculous when it comes to the amount of, uh, people have, have called it fake news now and it's a bit of a dangerous term because you can classify an opinion piece as fake news when it's really just right. an op-ed or opinion. an editorial. Right. And then there's of course straight up fake news where it's like some you know, Obama did this or Hillary did this or Trump did this, which is all, you know, which is completely fabricated, but then it gets picked up by people that just want something that confirms their pre-existing biases, so it gets spread around the place. The only real way to deal with that because you can't really go and censor it, like you know, you don't one, you don't have the right, and two, it's it's a it's a very slippery slope in some cases. The minute
1: you do, you just make it more valid. Like they're yeah, trying to silence us. This is us. proof. <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: good old Kafka trap, you know. A like uh, yeah. but you've got someone's got to respond to it with a counter-argument. When a, a website, a gaming website, goes and says Twitch is universe, Twitch chat is universally awful, people that actually know what they're talking about need to kind of come back and say, actually, no. You know, it's, we're not saying it's perfect by any stretch. There are definitely some pretty shitty situations, but also you're not understanding a lot of the context. If I go into Crips chat, I mean, I personally hate it, but Crips chat is a bunch of spam, copy pasta, and fucking emotes and memes and stuff.
2: Oh my God, Criken's chat is all meme lords. Yeah. That's his entire chat. I'm just like,
0: Jesus like, Christ. But, but, Northern Lion's chat... You know, it's a lot of like the streamers insulting the chat and the chat insulting the streamers, and it being—it's ba- a giant roast, is what it is. Yeah. You know, they're not nobody's serious about it. Everybody's like in good—it's all in good humor.
1: But this is one of those things people need to understand. Like going into the internet, which you should understand by now, is shit talking is part of the game, and many people will be like, "It's not part of my game," which is cool. But like, that's one of the levels of the internet you just need to get. Like. Everyone's internet is their own internet. It's how they function and they create their own little worlds on the internet. Mm -hmm. And before you jump into one and judge it, you need to understand it first. So before you jump into Twitch and see people talking shit, or before you jump into like some of the like niche areas of of gaming, don't like get your pants all in a bunch over this shit because that's just that way that world works. That's
2: why. When people come into my chat and they make titty jokes, I'm like, "You should go tell that joke in Jesse's chat because we don't mm. have those jokes here, but Jesse loves them."
1: <laughs> and I will, I, I will read that I joke.
2: I encourage like, your internet, Jesse. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. and here's the thing: I will be like, "Look, if you need to feel like a burrito and be wrapped <laughs> in a little beanie burrito, you go to Dodgers." And you know what? Yeah, people you go like, join that cult. Not that, that literal
0: cult that you're that running cult. over there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's the thing: is it doesn't the internet is what you make of it and so you can't judge the internet as a whole you can never say universal no. anything yeah. anything you can't do it you can't do
0: it i feel like I'm sorry, you know someone made an argument in the chat you know you can't argue that there weren't a substantial group of people that were vocally sexist about a female lead in star wars i can argue that because there are 7 million billion sorry 7 billion people on the planet and no, the size of that group is not significant. You have no idea how many of those were even real people. You don't know how many of them were bots and sock puppets and shit like that. And the internet is an amplifier for bullshit. It yep. makes these people seem way more significant than they really are. And you give them importance by claiming they're a significant group of people. You know, yep. it's meanwhile,
1: it's bullshit. Meanwhile, every 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 little girl. That saw that movie was like, holy shit, I'm inspired to love more Star Wars now. Of so course. Fuck you. They I don't, don't have a Twitter w- account. Fuck you for saying that.
0: Yeah, that group of people massively outnumbers the people that were mad. Mm-hmm. And don't, And let's not even go into the fact that all of those people, you know, the people that didn't maybe like Rey as a character for other reasons were all lumped into the same shit. It's like the Ghostbusters shit. People were all lumped into the same fucking group by the media in particular. I mean, these are, you know, fucking morons with articles and. No college fucking degree, writing on goddamn Vice and shit like that about how the angry video game nerd is a misogynist, like can't distinguish between a character and reality, causing major harassment and defamation for James Rolfe, was one of the loveliest people on the fucking planet. People going on actual television talk shows saying, "Yeah, the only reason people are like Ghostbusters because they're fucking sexist." Fuck you. I just seriously.
1: I want to point out for, for the world one more time, one more time, and I'm going to try and use my screen to the best ability that I can. Uh, there are crazy people here, and there are crazy people here, and the rest of us are right here, right in the middle. And that's the vast majority of us. And we waver back and forth from time to time with certain, but we're all in the middle. We all have differing opinions, and we all aren't like you can't. There is no universal anything. Stop doing it. It's getting nuts. Don't people. judge the
0: population by the wing of extremists. I know this has been a really fucking divisive year and a lot of us, including myself, I freely admit have made some pretty damn serious mistakes about, you know, yeah, you're damn right. I was upset about the result of the fucking election I lashed out at people and that sucks, you know? I shouldn't have fucking done that. I shouldn't have lumped people into boxes. But if anything, is that not just a goddamn great example of how bad an idea that is? You know, it's, it's stupid. It's incredibly stupid. You're just turning everything into tribalistic nonsense and... this is this article when you create a piece of content i when i i don't know about you guys you know because we all do different kinds of content when you create a piece of content do you think as you're making it what your desired outcome is like what you hope to sort of achieve by creating that even if what you hope to achieve is just entertainment even if you just hope for that like when I, mean, I do a discussion piece like a couple of days uh, a couple of days ago i did a little mailbox on the dota 7.0 patch and my per- the purpose of it was i wanted to make people take a step back and have a little think about things like skill floors and skill ceilings about how it's not necessarily bad that you take ideas from other games and, and not to be so reactionary to certain changes that was kind of the whole that's what I attempt. I wanted to achieve with that video, and I think it mostly did. Yeah, but-
2: I definitely when I when I make a video and I put it up, my very first thought is, I really hope people enjoy this. Like, I I really hope that's that that your primary goal. Energy. That's that's my my whole like goal with the stuff i make
0: you don't want to oh. piss people off that you want to entertain that you want to make their lives a bit better right
1: well that's yeah. the, i think that's the like inherent problem that i have where i'm just like i just want to make a story like this 45 minutes of an episode let's make an adventure out of this <laughs> but the minute i upload it though i'm just like did i say anything in that episode that's gonna get me in trouble i'm gonna get yelled mm. at by someone like that's my problem now is i will not post on twitter because i'm afraid i'll like someone will be like well, your opinion sucks. So here's my hate mail. I'm like,
0: I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna
1: say anything. I'm not gonna. Twitter Twitter's gonna say a very
0: limited medium. Like, you can't make a you can't make a nuanced post in 140 characters. So it's very easy to either take that out of context or apply meaning to it. You know, and, and good faith is dead. Apparently, like, uh, uh, giving people the benefit of the doubt is dead. You look at a tweet, and a lot of people, and I dip into this myself from time to time, instantly assume the worst about it and the person behind it. Mm-hmm. maybe that's not what they meant huh? maybe no. when JonTron called the PlayStation Network retarded he wasn't insulting every person that has a mental illness or disorder and he doesn't hate people with Down syndrome and things like that maybe, maybe he's not a horrible person maybe he just said something in frustration about a product and a product doesn't have feelings maybe we shouldn't up- make those assumptions about the rest of his character
2: Nah, John Tran's
0: a piece of shit. Yeah,
1: no, no, John Tran's actually a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, I mean we know he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> we you, know, I, I, we probably, just, you uh, know be the be the change you want to see in the world, right? And yeah. We can, we, you know, we're pretty we're pretty happy with the way that our Twitch chats tend to operate, and yeah, I'm, you know I'm very cynical about chat and stuff like that. Like there are some systems which are very very difficult to handle, and. A couple of years ago, it's the same thing that I said about uh, YouTube comments when I turned them off. And it's like, we can't figure out a way to handle this. Um, and I personally, on on like on an emotional level, can't handle it. So my solution is kind of a scorched earth solution to turn it off, and I left it off. YouTube has definitely done some things to improve that, but a lot of YouTube comments uh, can still be very bad. But, you know, there is a solution to that if you properly moderate those then they're not anymore yeah and you can curate it's about curation of a community Mm -hmm. and building the group of people that you want and if somebody from outside an outsider comes in and does something that is not in line with the rest of you know what you do you have the right because it's a private forum it's not censorship and private property is irrelevant guys i'm sorry it's not you're not guaranteed the right to speak in a private domain it's you know this guy's house that you just wandered into he can kick you out he can he sets the rules for the house Mm -hmm. and we say look no we're we're not about that here then you have a choice if you want to participate on that level in our in our group then you have to follow our rules or you can go to a different group
3: Mm
0: -hmm. You you can go go somewhere else that does suit what you want to do, the internet's probably got a place for you. There's a place to belong, no doubt that's about it. That's the
2: thing that baffles me when people complain constantly, and I'm like, "There's somewhere that will let you do exactly what you want to do right now. It's probably. just not with me."
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just- um,
0: yeah. The, <laughs> the expectation is like, well, I you should change everything based on uh, to to alter it to me and my opinion and my desire. No, mate. We're producing a product, and the way that this works is that if you're not about our product, you don't want to consume our product. You go to someone that does create the product that you want. And as weird as it sounds, you know, for quite a few people, when it comes to streaming, the product isn't just what we're saying on the stream, because the chat is part of that. The interaction is part of that. The community or group aspect of discussion is part of the product in some way which is why it's kind of important and it's actually the responsibility of the streamer in my view to make that product work the way that they want and if they let it get out of control and they just don't do anything with it you can actually kind of blame the streamer for letting it get that far
1: i'm I'm with you on this i will say that if that as an example, if I were to go into Dodger's chat and just be a dick, like a total asshole, here's the thing, it's the internet, I'm allowed to do that. But it's Dodger, or it's the responsibility of that community to also be like, you're a fucking asshole, get out, none of us want you here. Oh, totally, yeah. And block that dude. Don't like, tolerate the intolerant. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's and, and then I'm allowed to go write a shitty article about
0: Twitch chat, but... <laughs> But guess what? But guess what? We're also allowed to respond to your shitty (laughs) article about Twitch We're allowed
1: to respond to your shitty article and tell you how wrong you are. That's how it works. So, yeah, we got this shit covered. We got it on lockdown is what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Don't come at us, bro. We got it.
0: Yeah. All all three of our chats are pretty damn good. And there's plenty more that are like ours, honestly. Mm -hmm. And even the big ones that are kind of wild are not wild in a malicious way. Crips chat isn't full of fucking racists. No, I don't see people spamming the N-word everywhere over Twitch. At all, actually. Yeah. Maybe and-
2: Kriken's chat makes a little too many Harambe jokes. But they're good people. They just
0: yeah. love- uh, also Harambe stone. is dead and doesn't have feelings anymore, so it doesn't Harambe really matter. Harambe
1: jokes, though, I don't know if they're good people. They're people, is what <laughs> oh, for we're God's
0: saying. sake? Jeff Kaplan made a Harambe joke on stage. I'm pretty sure we're all uh, to Jeff do it Kaplan,
1: now. not good people.
0: Uh, I oh, mean, the says He's saying he's a bad hombre. He's a bad hombre. Bad hombre. <laughs> it's oh god. It, yeah, you
1: know,
0: I, I think we we did touch on this a while ago when there was the issue of that Hearthstone stream and there were accusations of. You know, a kind of, uh, of racist trolling in the chat. And there was some, definitely. I'm not going to claim that it doesn't happen. Of course it happens. It's not no idea, as common as you claim it is, but it doesn't happen. The thing is, that was a 60,000 person tournament chat mm-hmm. run by a full professional organization. Dreamhack. Please be Dreamhack. Hope I'm right on this. And it didn't have any moderation. It didn't have moderation. And, and and 60,000 people what did you expect to happen and he, he,
1: spoiler i bet there was someone a dodger-esque viewer who had their own chats set up where you could go and not watch people be total fucking douchebags yeah, and watch it with friends i bet there was tons of those what so slash host is for probably.
0: you could create your own channels within channels those who don't know by the way i, I sometimes get complaints like your chat's always so bonny." yeah you know you can make your own chat within the chat like just yep. click the top right, uh, top left, sorry, at the top of the chat, you can make your own room and invite I'm people. I'm shocked
2: into it. how many people don't know about that. Yeah, they don't
0: know about that feature at all. <laughs> it's really good, yeah. you know. If you if you got problems with the spam, get your own group in and just have your own little discussion. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a lot of value to that, or you know, go to a channel that's hosting it and use their chat instead and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- there's a there's a lot more to Twitch chat, and it, it's definitely unfair to say Twitch chat is universally awful, you know, and. That even after acknowledging that not all chats are awful, the title of the article is still Twitch releases new tool to fix their awful chat, which implies that all Twitch chat is awful. And no, that's, uh-uh. Sorry, it's not. It's, uh, that is bullshit. And if you keep making content that says that, people are going to believe it. And then they're going to act that way. It's like, yeah. you, t- you tell someone they're a piece of shit over and over and over again, and then you act surprised that later on down the line they start acting like one. You told them over and over again that they sucked. So more often than not, what will happen is eventually someone's just going to be like, all right, I guess. They're just going to, they're going to stop fighting it. They're going to give up. They're going to become that. that. You tell people they're a good person. You encourage them. You compliment their good points and that kind of thing. Then you, they will act that way. Yeah,
1: man. Self-fulfilling prophecy. That shit happens all the time. You, that's why you should always look for the good in people. Always. Don't, like, try. Try your hardest to be like, I see there's something good in you, you little shit lord. But I I people, good. Yeah. Like, stop it. Stop try and give people,
0: people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, man. Uh, and it's hard. Like, I will say this, it's particularly hard. Like, when when we get an insulting message, it's very hard for us to, as human beings, because we immediately go on the defensive, To think, is this guy, like, why did he say this? Is he actually a hateful person or has he just had a really fucking bad day? Is there something really shitty going on in his life right now that's causing him to act out? That's causing him to, uh, he's venting his frustration on us. Maybe he's projecting or something along those lines. That's very hard to stand back and rationally think about that.
1: Yo, um, I'm about to get super real with y'all's real. This needs to happen.
2: I'm so ready.
1: All, all right. right, no, all right. So when I back in the the before times when I was a teacher, uh, one of my students every day would come to class and sleep and fight me and always just be most like irate human being on the planet. And I could not. It was like, how do I reach these kids? It was that moment. Like, yeah, I could not connect with this kid. And it wasn't until I like did research and actually like. Asked around about this kid that I found out, one, he was basically living on the street most of the night. So he had mm-hmm. to stay awake all night. And school was the only place he felt safe. And two, because he had no parental figures at all, he would fight anyone who told him to do things differently than the way he knew how to do it. Okay. So the minute you learn about this kid's like life, you're like, oh, shit. There's more going on here than just like the reason why he's sleeping in school is because this is the one place he feels comfortable. The one right. place he feels safe because he spends all night on the fucking street. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, once you learn about people and their reality, that's when you're like, okay, we have to change our conversation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And That shit does not happen on the internet. No one looks beyond the no. words that are written. No one thinks like, what happened in this person's life today to make them say what they just said? Like, yeah. no one does that. It's immediate reaction and, and back and forth anger until it builds to a point where it's like, we are no longer having a conversation. We were just screaming at each other. And that shit is killing us y'all it's killing us
2: there are so many stories because there are a lot of schools that are starting to like teach or like train their teachers that way being like okay don't you know if somebody's acting out try to sit them down and talk to them
0: and like figure out the root of the problem don't just treat the symptom because it will just keep coming back
2: And there are a lot of stories that are like, wow, it's weird. Instead of sending this kid to detention and, you know, sitting down and talking with him, they're like, it made a huge difference. And it's like, yeah.
0: (laughs) You know what sending kids to detention, like teaches kids that teaches the kids that they're bad kids. So they're like, all right, I've been told by an authority figure that this is true about me. So I'm going to believe that. And I'm going to allow that to define aspects of my personality. That can be seriously damaging. Just bear in mind as well, on the internet, you know, a lot of people are young. They're easily influenced. It's, you've got to be particularly careful if you're in a position of influence, whether you be a writer on a games website, whether you be a YouTuber or a Twitter. Why do you think I got so fucking angry when Pro Syndicate and T. Martin were revealed to have created that CSGO Lotto site? Because I know the majority of their viewers are kids and they're being misled by someone else older in a position of power and authority mm-hmm. who's just abused his position of power and authority to make money at the expense of children to influence children to go and gamble and has been horribly yep. dishonest to them This, sh- that that's shit that is shit you should call that out and i'm gonna sit there and say oh we're-, we're all youtubers so we're all in this together no we're fucking not i want half <laughs> no, these people not. off the fucking website <laughs> You think I want fucking Leafy and Keemstar and those pieces of walking human garbage on this website? No! I want them gone. They're shit. And people that break the law and encourage kids to gamble and encourage people to go and tell autistic children to kill themselves because they're they're cringe and all that bullshit. Yeah, I want them gone. And I've got no fucking problem saying that because you can't tolerate intolerance. It's bullshit. That you know, what is it? Evil wins when good men do nothing or whatever the hell it is. And it's the same with this. Don't don't go and broad stroke all of what Twitch is. Twitch is not a single entity. It's a massive group of people. Huge number of people and they're all different. And you get sub-communities within sub-communities within sub-communities and they all have different rules and they all have different standards and they all consist of different people. Yep. And you have to treat it as such. Don't treat it as some massive, malignant entity. There's no easy answer to that. And it's not fair. You're putting everyone in the same box. Somewhere, somewhere,
1: I just hear in the background, slay, Biscuit Bear, slay! <laughs> it, it, it'll be Sky. No.
2: Slay, Biscuit Bear! It's
0: Sky.
2: Oh my god, that new co-optional animator was so great. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: totally. yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, And... We've all, we've all fallen into this trap, right? Like, before the, oh, you're a hypocrite thing. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. Like, I'm sorry. Hip- <laughs> Here's the thing. Hypocrisy doesn't fucking matter. Everybody's a hypocrite at some time in their life. It doesn't make the what we're saying less valid. Like, if anything, it's a reminder to us as well that when we're tempted to fall into that kind of behavior, that we're in a position where our behavior could spread. You know, we could really cause a domino effect. We can cause big ripples, and those ripples can be negative if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. so watch yourself and even yeah. if you don't think you matter too much maybe you're just a random guy on a twitch chat or you're a guy with 10 followers on twitter you still have 10 followers on twitter what you say can influence those 10 people what you say on facebook can influence people so try and try and be a good example try and be the change you want to see basically yeah, I guess. damn
1: truth factual yeah. information something like that cofactional <laughs> podcast
0: yeah, that's what we're renaming it to now. That's about it for the show, I think, folks. Thank mm-hmm. you very much for watching the courseful podcast. We'd rather not finish on negative by reading out all the releases because, oh, one, that would help now. <laughs> Secondly, uh, we look through them a lot and look really bad. So we're just skipping that. We decided not to do it this week. We will be back next week, however, at the usual time of 3 p.m. Eastern on the 20th of December, I guess, we will be Sacriol. We're going to be starting the co-opties which will be our casual end of the year awards discussion. Fake awards don't matter, folks. We're coming up with that. But we'd also love to know what is going on on the channels over the next couple of weeks. So, Dodger, what are you coming up with? What's going on? Where do we go to find your things? Uh, or what do you do?
2: I've been doing Vlogmas this month, Ooh. if you're interested in watching that. It's a daily vlog during the whole month of December. So that's been pretty fun. You can find that on my YouTube channel. Um, also, the first full VOD, which is a little over four hours long, of me playing The Last Guardian just went up. So if you'd like to watch that after we sure. discussed it. Um yeah, and I, I stream a few days a week on twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus and on all the social medias, I'm at Dex Bonus.
0: Jesse. You're in England no. right now, I believe.
1: I am. So uh that doesn't stop me from being a giant nerd. So <laughs> uh chapters one through six of Final Fantasy 15 are up on the channel. Uh, More Scary Game Squad is coming and Dishonored and more Resident Evil with Cry is also on the way. And uh, I may, if I'm legally allowed to film some of this thing, I'm going to Thursday, which is like the Star Wars Identities Experience, which like you get a wristband and then like go through this thing. And at the end, they make you a Star Wars character. And I'm like,
2: what? What? That's so. awesome.
1: So I'm really excited about this. I don't know what it's going to be, but... I'm in. So that might be on the channel this weekend if I can film it legally. If
2: you're not a Sith, I'm calling bullshit.
1: Oh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to the Imperial sections only and be like, go on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh not much from me this week, a stream tomorrow, so I'll be out of action in a couple of days. But right now there is a big VOD of me doing StarCraft ladder stream, which I haven't done in quite some time. Went back on ladder, playing Terran again, playing mech, which is awesome. Battle are fun now. Cyclones are pretty fun, Mines are fun, it, it, we had some good games, so you want to go watch that, then it's on my StarCraft channel, which is YouTube.com slash TotalBiscuit, and if you've missed the VODs for Shoutcraft Kings December, which was prop well, one, it was definitely our most stacked tournament, certainly probably our best in terms of game quality, we had some amazing games, then also go to that same place, you'll find them there if you subscribe to the Twitch chat, they already have the VODs available, so uncut. So if you prefer to watch that, then that's cool too. And I'll be back next week. I'm currently working on the Arbitrary Awards 2016. I'm going to have to redo that fucking first part. (laughs) No, 35 minutes of soundtrack discussion. Probably not a good idea. Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll release that. Let's just say I'll release that bit as an extended cut. Let's just go with that. Uh but I know I'm going to have to redo that. The show will be 4 hours long if I don't. Uh so that we're aiming towards the end of the year for that if it does slip over. Bear in mind that show takes weeks, months sometimes to put together. There will be a live broadcast of it like we did last year. will be sort of a, a it'll be a live premiere basically. So you'll cool. be able to watch it with everybody and that'll be pretty cool. Uh there'll also be my top 10 games of 2016. There's still a couple of games I need to play before the end of the year. Before I do that, like I want to play Shadow Tactics and a few other titles that may very well end up being in my game of the year list as a result. So I'm going to go do that over the next few weeks. And before the end of the year, there will be my top 10 games of 2016. And I probably will not be streaming Dota. Not after (laughs) that shit. Oh my God. No, thank you. Ugh, absolutely not.
2: Um, I have another thing that I forgot to mention.
0: Oh, oh sorry, I thought you meant you had to leave now. All right, sure. What's the other thing?
2: No, no, no. I uh I totally forgot to say this before. This actually isn't like a promotion for myself, but um
1: But for me, oh my god, thank you. (laughs) I'm putting a link in
2: chat right now. The Last Guardian fan art contest has its top ten that you can uh vote on. They're all Twitch broadcasters who did like their art streams to put these together.
0: Um
2: so you can vote every day. Through the 16th Um, there are some people that I know personally and there are people that I've never met before but have incredible submissions so yeah just go and check those out because there are a lot of really really cool creative twitch broadcasters that people have never heard of and I think that these contests that they've been doing are a really cool way to find people to watch so
0: very cool Well, that pretty much wraps up the show, folks. Thank you very much for watching. I wonder who's going to end up on the host list after this. I'm seeing who's sort of live at the moment. Strippman's probably live doing Overwatch stuff, isn't
2: he? He's been trying to play the Legion servers on Arc Arch- Age. Oh,
0: yeah. For the last
2: like three fucking days, the queue times are like five hours long. God, <laughs> and damn. They just crash the second you get into them. I'm like, honey. He's on
0: now, apparently. So you'll probably watch MMO with Stripman after we go off the, uh, <laughs> if you it's cool. The,
2: the legacy servers have none of the pay to win stuff on them. So people are really excited about it. It's just that they're not stable. So, so.
1: here's mm. the thing. When it switches over, everyone should go to his chat. And what, what did we learn today? Be like, Sam, you can do this. You're going to get online. We believe in you. Hashtag <laughs> do it, Sam. Do it Hashtag
2: heart. do it, Sam.
1: Do yes. it hard. Hey, yeah, there That's the yeah.
2: hashtag do it
1: hard. Hashtag do it, Sam, do it hard. That's <laughs> the that full hashtag. Yeah. Send him so,
0: our go- love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. This has been the Coop Show Podcast. We will be back next week. Same time, same place, same channel to start the co Cooptees 2016, whatever the hell that is.
3: Yay!
2: Be
0: excellent to one another and so forth.
2: And party on, dude. And party on,
0: dude. Or goodbye.